Look, bro, I'm not capping when I say my man fantasy, it was Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers, too, bro. I'm not capping yeah. everything I love, bro. I'm out of control. I'm out of control. Out the park. Park centerfold. Yeah, hard to say. Overload. Ain't no parking space. On the road. Yeah, I'm out of control. I'm out of control. Out the park. Park centerfold. Yeah, say your breath. I'm too cold. Yeah, devil hate me, wanna take my soul. Yeah, I am just yo. a source of what you stole. Yo, 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 what's good? Yeah, what's happening? Brand new episode of the Black Photographer. Episode 102, I believe. Yeah, 102. So, yeah, and our second episode of the new year. So, once you're happy new year, people and shit. We midway through January. Happy Martin Luther King weekend. King Day is Monday. This upcoming Monday, his birthday was it just wasn't last Friday. So, shout out to y'all. I'm going to say one thing real quick. I'm happy that we're in a pandemic. Because I did not see no Martin Luther King club flyers this year. And it made me happy. That shit used to be <laughs> disgusting to see, G. Mugs would have parties dedicated to Martin Luther King, G. So, shout out to COVID in that aspect. But, uh, anyway. This is your boy, Chris J. Glad to be back. Got the whole squad on here. Got Cam on here. Sir, I'll be making your girl. <laughs> got DC hey, on here. What's up? And we got Trail Sav on here. You know the vibes with him. Yo. And for those that are watching, make sure you like, subscribe, comment, and hit the little bell thing, get a notification when anytime you tweaking media podcast drops, like anytime any content drops, and also make sure you copy some you tweaking media merch. Just type in you tweaking media on Teespring and get you some uh get you some nice little swag, get you a face mask like Cam is throwing up right there on the screen, or get you a t-shirt, get you a hoodie, whatever. Get get something for your girl. Valentine's Day is next month. So hey, it's a nice little gift, nice little swag to give you a uh, shorty. It'd be greatly appreciated. But let's go ahead and get into this episode. This as always, uh what we've been reading, watching, and playing. I'll go first. Uh, reading, I haven't read nothing uh, besides One Piece and My Hero, so that's it, and we'll talk about that later. In terms of watching, I watched the, uh, Black Clover has been really good, uh, they really get into the, uh, the upcoming new arc. They said, spoiler alert, so you know is the print of that kingdom they're about to go to war with <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> i was just like that was super random but uh it was still a solid episode it just the episode ended on that i was like that's beyond random but cool they uh what else black clover and i think that's it in terms of major stuff i watch besides uh re-watching ed ed and Eddie at ed, ed and eddie episodes and stuff uh, hey, 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 was fire. It uh, was fire. It was fire. Uh, I think that's it for watching, playing, uh, Scott Pilgrim and some Cyberpunk. So that's it for me in terms of gaming. We'll talk about uh, Scott Pilgrim later. <laughs> this, by the way, if you are a member of the Ubisoft fan club and you are hypersensitive, you your feelings might get hurt. We're just letting you know now. Your feelings may get hurt, and 
it be that way sometimes. But that's it for me. Yeah, uh, for me, so didn't read anything. Nah, didn't read anything. I probably get on that a lot lately of reading things. Uh, cause schedule kind of open better since I don't have to leave this house. Um, two, uh, for watching. So I wasn't really going to talk about anything on watching cause I only really watch like the weeklies and there's only some of those I watch, but I did last night. I kind of got tired of playing Madden. So I was like, let me watch some on HBO max. Cause it's always a good time to watch some on HBO max. So I was like, let me go through the Cartoon Network catalog. I was like, I don't want to watch Ed, Ed, and Eddie because, like, one of my Ed, Ed, and Eddie fan. I um, I was like, let me watch something new. <laughs> and I looked at, okay, is it? I love modern day Cartoon Network cartoons. Okay, what anybody say? All right, there is a stigma on modern day Cartoon Network cartoons because people like to just always go with like Teen Titan Go and shit like that. And for those people, fuck them. I watched shit called Infinity Train, and it was absolutely good, yo. From episode one to the to episode ten, which I think is the last episode, and the greatest thing that New Age Cartoon Network cartoons better do better than all them old OGs is actually have a reason of storytelling, folks. All the OGs ain't got no reason. But everybody some 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 dead scammers because you know that creepy pasta the nigga's actually dead in purgatory. Right, Curse Academy Dog got on the tone me. I don't slander that show here. But, you know, all the other fucking shows that we grew up on, no meaning to it. No, no, just no substance. But you got shows like, you know, Steven Universe, even though I have a love hate relationship with that show. Even shows like sometimes like Gumball, who every episode has an undertone theme to it, just washes the OGs. And I love seeing that. I love seeing OGs get smirked. City Train is doing that again. Uh, I plan on watch season two, which is um, different from season one. It's like season one, it ended. Like it ended, it came with a conclusion with that character, goes on to another character, then it goes on to a character after that, which I'm looking forward to when it comes to watching. Um, it gives a little bit of sometimes adventure time vibes when it comes to the mystery. It was really good. It's only 12 minute episodes. So I binge watched that before I went to sleep yesterday. It was decent. Um, so when it comes to playing, we're playing two things. Uh, the big one is Valhalla, but I will speak on Madden just for two seconds. Madden is fun for me personally. Is it a shit game? Yes, but for me personally, it's fun. Um, I don't have a really anything bad to say because I only playing one mode, which is franchise. I did go to the mutt menu though to see how that shit is. That's <laughs> my game. Now, it didn't crash my game in the sense of, like, um, the blue screen came up, but it's just I couldn't do any fucking thing, so I had to close the application. Uh, didn't go to it after that again. I guess all the people getting on for this playoffs and shit like that, because there was some really fucked up servers yesterday, bro. Every time I tried to get on, it would send me back, and all I would see would be, what's the black quarterback from the Ravens? Um, well, I would be seeing his face uh, all the time. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Lamar Jackson. Uh, I'll be just seeing his face. Every I'll be trying to play fantasy and I I mean um franchise and I would just get smacked back to the menu screen because it's so bad. Thank I thank God one of the times I threw a pick and I was like, damn it. And then it went back to the menu screen so that pick can't count. 
Shout out to that. Shout out to me <laughs> raining and destroying niggas on Pat Mahomes getting 4,000 4, yards a season, bro. Living the life, bro. Um, 4,000 yards is the staple almost now. That's But that's the goal. It's a 4,500 is a heavy goal. Oh, 4,500. Okay. I'm like, yeah, it's a difference then. Yeah, 4,000 is <laughs> kind of like, if you're like an elite quarterback, yeah, you 4,000 is, yeah, shit. Cool. And I got Tyreek Hill, I think 2,000 yards on the season. But now, we, that's good. That for a receiver, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we live a life, bro. We live a life over there. But uh, maybe the last thing I want to talk about, Sasha Queen Valhalla. All right. Little history with Trail Sasha. Okay, the first time me ever encountered an Assassin's Creed game was Assassin's Creed 1 on my Xbox 360. I played that game for all of two seconds, took it out of my goddamn Xbox 360, walked to GameStop along with Fallout 3, Don't Slander Me, this game called Wet, and a bunch of other Xbox 360 games I never played, went in here, and they told me you can get $20 credits to any game that you want. And I was like, huh? Let me go here and get uh, Saints Row 2. Was that the best decision I ever made? Kind of not, because I didn't know how great Fallout 3 was. But enjoyed the hell out of Saints Row 2. Um, so, after that, I came across another Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed 2. Do I know how I ended up having Assassin's Creed 2? No. I think somebody gave it to me. I don't fucking know. But I played Assassin's Creed 2. Now, I thought to myself, I didn't like Assassin's Creed 1. It was ugly, and I didn't like all that Assassin stuff shit. Because in my hands... I had jittery fingers as a kid. I couldn't do the stuff shit. But let me play Assassin's Creed 2. Loved it. Loved everything about it. Assassin's Creed 2 is tied with my favorite Assassin's Creed game now. I beat it, but I didn't beat it at the same time. I got to the end, but I never seen the credits because I think my PS2 or Xbox broke at some point of that, so I don't fucking know. Um, so, I like, I enjoyed that. After that, I skipped Assassin's Creed 3 because God... I didn't, I didn't have a, a system. Oh, I never played Brotherhood, and I never played Revelations. But I watched somebody play it on YouTube, so I know of the game. But in terms of filling it with my hands, no. But both of them had really fucking cool multiplayer modes that I used to watch all the fucking time on YouTube, and I, I wish they would have done that. Back. I used to go crazy on the multiplayer on Assassin's Creed 2. Gee, that shit used to be fire. Um, but now, uh, for... For... Uh, What's the last thing I was going to say? Oh, so Black Flag was probably, in terms of the new, after three was the one I played. You know what I'm saying? I love Black Flag. Black Flag is a fire game. One, two, five, the DLC when I was free and slaves. Not because I didn't like free and slaves, just because the only thing you did in that DLC was free fucking slaves. Got kind of repetitive after a while when you freed your thousand slaves. Well, you would have thought I would have got pieced up by how many fucking slaves I freed. But, um... <laughs> I love Black Flag. I love the shift. I love the exploration. It's a really big fucking game. You can get really bored of it really fucking fast. But I loved it. Uh, after that, didn't play uh, Unity. Didn't play Syndicate. Didn't play... I fucking love Syndicate. I loved it. Mm. But Odyssey didn't... I mean, not Odyssey. Origins didn't play. Now, Origins, for anybody who don't know, was a whole turnaround in the Assassin's Creed type gameplay situation, right? It became an open world game more than a linear based stuff game, right? All the Assassin's Creed was somewhat open world, but they still were linear when it comes to missions and the things you do, and that's how seeing your choices didn't fucking matter. But Origins brought that. Once I found out that that nigga in Origins killed people with feathers, I did not play that game. Look it up on fucking YouTube. He literally will touch you with a feather and you will turn to dust. Not capping. Um... 
So, Odyssey came out. Now, I was like, I don't want to play Odyssey. But it was a time when Odyssey was like 5 or $10. And I think me and DC both copped that when yeah. it came out. And me and DC both played Odyssey. DC got five in I don't want to really say that that was a terrible game. But that game is kind of like if you go on certain websites and you see Bull here destroys this person. That's what that game did to me. I couldn't take it no more. I had to freaking tap out. I remember that. I was at a party with Karen, but Karen said he's not playing this no more. I understand because that fucking prologue was like 12 fucking hours. And then it's not like, oh, you just said because you. No, literally. The Assassin's Creed logo came out in like an hour fucking two. bro. Like hour two, the Assassin's Creed Origin. I'm like, fuck that. Um, but I play as much as I fucking can. I think when we started the podcast, DC was finishing that game. <laughs> and he was talking about the Cyclops and shit like that. So it took forever for that game to fucking end. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to finish it. I remember when I did this whole entire I think I got towards getting towards the ending. And then I looked at the order thing or the codex or whatever, all these people you gotta kill, and I didn't even scratch the surface. Bro. You like, can finish that game and it's still there. It's I still had like hella people on it. I was like, I'm not doing all that. Um, so, I stopped it. I'll probably say I was like, I was a good 30 hours in, but like 30% complete with that game. Fuck that. Um, if I'm going to be 30 hours in with any fucking game, I better be at least like 60% if it's not a JRPG, because JRPGs actually have a reason for why you're doing that shit. Right? Odyssey didn't. So, Valhalla come out, the Viking, the Viking fucking Assassin's Creed. We loved it, all that type of stuff. Well, they loved it, the, especially the white people that stormed the capital. They loved the Vikings. And I was like, <laughs> not that game. Uh, but got blessed on my birthday. I feel like slandering on a podcast and I didn't get a good game assignment yet. So I bought the game. This game. See, probably really fucked up. On every type of podcast, cause it gets redundant, and then I feel like one of the YouTube people that's trying to get clickbaits. Uh, let's talk about CD Projekt Red, so I can get my ten thousand views. Oh, you fucked up on this because of you. This game slid under the radar <laughs> because of your shit release. It's under the radar. Imagine I plot the cyberpunk. Did every fucking ending? shoot myself in the face, did all them stupid trophies, all that type of shit. So I pretty much know the inside is all the fucking cyberpunk, right? Had to go through, had to de- go deep inside that shit. Assassin's Creed Valhalla is a worse game than that. Cyberpunk, the only thing that fucking stopped cyberpunk was bugs. This game has bugs. And a pretty, uh, a pretty fucking boring story and the combat suck ass. And it's too fucking long. And it's too fucking big. And it's not fucking Vikings. Call. Reason. This, okay. So the reason I would say it's not fucking Vikings. You can do the braided hair shit. I can have, I can do real fucking axes. Guess what? I can go on raids. I can penish shit. But you know when you're not a fucking Viking? When I kill a civilian and they say, hey, you do that one more time, it's desynchronized. I'm not a fucking Viking. I'm a bitch at that point. 
That's classic. Hey, so you that, can't kill that, you can't no, kill so that, that's Assassin's Creed. I was raiding in Pendleton. I literally had a fucking torch in one hand and an axe in the other. I was knee deep in my Viking cosplay like I was storming the Capitol. Let me quit saying that for the FBI be at my fucking door. But at, like at that point, I was stored, I threw the thing at this person's house. The house was on fire. They told me to burn the village down. I saw a fucking priest standing there. I'm like, I don't fucking like Catholics. I'm a Christian, though, but I don't fucking like Catholics. Let me call my fucking ass and throw his head off. Don't kill another civilian. You will be synchronized. At this fucking point, I'm a fucking Viking. You need to tell this nigga. Everywhere this nigga goes, they talk about this nigga wolf bitten. Everywhere he fucking goes. And they be like, oh, no, nah, bro, you don't kill civilians, though. I'm glad this game don't show me story progress because I will probably quit. But I, as I say right now, I'm currently 19 hours, 33 minutes, and 20 seconds into this game. What area are you in? Because I remember hearing this on uh, Black Okage's thing. Like, what, what region are you in now? So, I'm in, I'm in England. Oh, you got a ways to go then. I remember Ethos and the Black Okage saying shit like that. <laughs> I'm in England. So, in terms, and this is what, like, bro, you let the Japanese anime company do Viking shit better than you. Only reason I know some of this shit is because of uh, fucking. Um, Vinland Saga. Vinland Saga, right? So, there's Wessex. Mind you, Wessex suggested power is 340. My suggest my power right now is 75. I've been playing this game for how long? 19 hours. I will say it again. The suggested power for Wessex is 340. I was playing this game for 19 hours and my power is 75. So I don't know where the fucking math goes into that, but if 19 hours took me to power 75, how many fucking hours gonna give me the 340? I don't fucking know. I can screenshot the map right now, and it just shows nothing but whiteness, because it's so much in this fucking game. It's it's choppy, it's fucking slow. Sometimes the people mouths don't move. There's stupid gameplay that can fucking stop you from playing this game and enjoying it. As in the zealots, like I was talking to you niggas about. That shit's stupid. Reason being, these zealots in the beginning of the fucking game starts off at power ninety. Once you land in fucking England, you like power fucking 15. So you can run into a fucking zealot, hour one, and he will dog walk you every time you run into that motherfucker, bro. Like, it, it, is, not, it is not a superpower dog walk. Like, hey, this is an RPG. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You can beat anything. Of course. I'm not a fuck. I'm, what, what the fuck do I look like going to get something fucking 90 and he touch me with a fucking stick and my ass is desynchronized, bro? And I'm in fucking Odin's world or whatever it's called. It's so much shit in this game that make you just be like, side quest or ass. Quest <laughs> in this game's ass. Every single one of them. Because they're, they're not side quests. These like, they're like fucking mysteries or whatever you call it. You do these things. But most of them is me talking to some fucking little kids and playing hide and go see. That shit ass. I found the fucking dog, which was cool. It was funny as fuck. Because that dog was like, it was like a wolf mixed with a dog at the same time. So it was cool, but it was big as shit. And then that became part of my skill set. I could just sick that fucking wolf on somebody. That was the one side quest I enjoyed. <laughs> Every other thing, it was two side quests that involved fart, which is fucking, I'm 25. 
fart jokes literally would make me laugh once a year, bro. Once a year. So I don't give a shit about a fucking fart joke. There's there's about a billion places for me to fucking leap on and climb so I can search the map. There's three of them. There's three of these bitches. And literally, probably in gaming, meters, whatever, 100 meters away from each other. For fucking what? Why the fuck I need to open the map 100 meters away from each other? I can screenshot that and show y'all that I'm not fucking capping. You know what? I'm going to take a picture of it right now and put it in the chat for me. I'm not even capping. Damn of these motherfucking things. Oh, you talking about the watchtower shenanigans shit? The, the things you gotta use to fucking clear the map up. That's the purpose of the Assassin's Creed game. Is to clear the fucking map. There's three of them. There's three of them. Literally. A hundred meters away from each other. And then you how you know what a hundred meters is? It's probably farther than that. I fucking played this game for 19 hours. It's probably between 100 or uh, 250 meters away from each other, bro. This is not a cap. Y'all think I'm capping, folk. I don't cap on no fucking video games. I like open world games. This shit. Take a look. When it comes to chat, take a look, bro. There's, you can literally put one of them bitches right there where they say Lincolnshire and call it a day. There's literally three of them <laughs> right next to each other. There's no point in that, bro. There's no point in it. The game, okay, so I can end my talking, because I'm still going to play it. Am I, am I going to beat it? Probably fucking not. I'm going to keep it 100% real with you. But if you play 19 hours a game, I have the right to talk about this game, yo. 19 fucking hours of my life gone. So if anybody has a problem with seeing where you ain't played the game this whole entire time, woo, 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 you sit here 19 hours and play with a softcore Viking. You try that shit. <laughs> Pros. Softcore Viking. <laughs> Nigga. Pros. Pros. The game is fucking beautiful. Alright? Not even gonna cap. They did Elon to a fucking T. It is so fucking Elon that I dang near want some fucking like some fucking chips. They eat. It's posh. Did it to the T. Some of the like aesthetics when you go to certain places are fucking fire, bro. Like the fucking um like when shit is cursed. Like, it's a curse put on the land. It's all donkey, a whole bunch of crows are flying around. You're dying as all you're walking in. That shit fucking cold. I like shit like that. Um, it's very hard to find out something in the game. The ship ain't that bad. Let me, okay, the, they try to put a ship in every fucking Assassin's Creed game because Black Flag being so good. So anytime you play an Assassin's Creed game now, best believe you're going to be on a fucking ship. I had no reason for you to be on the ship. They put you on the ship. I guess these Viking raids a lot of stuff you put on the ship, but I'm traveling through a fucking river. There's no ship battles. So I guess the, you will call the river in this game the fucking expressway. Because I can walk to a place and, and raid it if I want to. All I got to do is press the raid button. Uh, but the ship is nice. The popcorn, eh. Because I try to chase the notes with more music on that, and I bust my shit every time. It could be me. I could be an Assassin's Creed amateur. Or it could be the faces in this game is a tad bit ass like in every Assassin's Creed game. Um... Other than that, there's nice mysteries and shit like that. All right, cons. This map is single-handedly the worst fucking map I have ever played with on a video game. You talk about clutter and fucking cyberpunk. At least in fucking cyberpunk, I know uh, it's a bunch of baseball bats. I can knock these bitches out. Woody, woody, woo. This map doesn't have that. The only way you can tell what the fuck that shit is on that map 
If you fucking watch it, it's real simple, B. It says rap. You can call the nigga. Wrap that shit up, B. You can call. My bad. You can call the nigga, and he you could pay him to show you on the map. But other than that, they're dots. You don't know what the fuck you're going into when they're dots. All in all. I don't rate video games, but if I was to ask, all right, DC played Odyssey. If DC asked me to buy this game, I'll tell him, go ahead. Your discretion is advised, though, because if this game is on sale for like twenty dollars, it's a cop. No cap. Hey, okay. You you can get your time out of this fucking game. Sixty fucking dollars, though. Hell no. Don't even put yourself through it. Don't even walk in it. It's bad. It's bad. So Assassin's Creed Valhalla, it ain't it, G. It ain't it at all. I'm done. Alright. I'll be quick. Uh, I'll start with what I read. I don't think I... Oh, wait, I did. I talked to Cam about the Monster Masume because I caught up on the... uh, She was fucking hilarious. (laughs) Uh, I won't go into too much detail, but I will say that Snake Orgy's uh, Bill Fawn with. We're not uh, getting the season two, basically, is what he said. Yeah, Monster Masume? Yeah, Aphrodite, yeah, oh. uh, Slugs. Oh, Monster? You mean Monster Masume? Like the, the show? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Man, I read that shit out there for the season. That scene when you was on that. That's not going to go raw, detailed, all that type of shit. Black Lives Matter. The funniest arc I read that manga was when he was on that farm with the minotaurs and the uh, satyr and he was milking them and then the little satyrs found out he was milking the minotaurs so good so they asked him to uh, milk them but then he had to cook clean cheer and milk them and then uh the uh moon happened and they were all in heat and it was the dark satyrs that saved them in the end pure pure comedy that was hella funny i enjoyed that arc um I found it funny that Mia's reason for coming to Japan was that she was trying to find a male for her tribe so they could all fuck her. That was hilarious, but uh, it was an interesting read nonetheless, but I think that's the only thing that I read of note besides the main stuff. So I'll get into um, what I watched. Did y'all watch Jujutsu Kaisen? Yeah, I watched Jujutsu yeah, Kaisen. Yeah, we'll talk about that. I'll add that. Later. All right. Yeah. So uh, I will say I'm re-watching One Piece with my little sister and I had a conversation with Cam. I kept hyping up Robin's backstory, and I'm like, because my sister cried on a couple backstories in Naruto, so I'm like, all right, she gonna cry on some these backstories, right? Hell no. She did not shed a fucking tear on that Robin backstory. And I'll tell you sad. what. It's not that sad kinda, to me. I thought it was sad when I first watched it. And in my mind, I thought it was really freaking sad. So when I rewatched it, I'm looking at her, seeing if she was going to get a reaction. She was just she joking was. the whole time, laughing. <laughs> and I felt salty sitting on that couch looking at the screen. I'm like, you know what? Maybe this Robin hype is a little more than what we think it is. As the and resident so, Robin hater of this podcast. I love Robin. Um, I, that that bring, That's music to my ears. Hey, I, I look, like I said, I'm probably the biggest Robin stan. But I like her backstory, but I'm like, Ain't nothing to cry over. Like niggas die every day, B. Oh, so and I'm then probably heartless. DC. Oh yeah. Okay. So my sister pointed out something funny. They said that it's funny that Robin said that her um, specialty when she got on the crew was assassination. 
She didn't kill a single soul the that entire bitch never assassinated the entirety nobody. of the story. <laughs> All that stuff in Whiskey Peach, that dude survived. She, we thought she bent uh, pills back uh, into oblivion. He survived. She hasn't killed a single soul. Even spawned him in the arc where she bent him back and his skeleton went everywhere. He survived. So she hasn't killed a single soul in the story. So the assassination was capped. She was trying to uh, sound cool in front of Usopp and Chopper. So Faze exposing uh, Robin is funny as hell. I'm here hell. for it. That bitch trash. Faze's <laughs> favorite, my sister's favorite character is Frankie, which is surprising. She's um, probably one of the few people in the whole uh, fandom that fucks with Fa- Frankie. I, I only know one other person whose favorite character that I follow on YouTube whose favorite character is Frankie. So yeah, she she's uh, Tekken one one's favorite. He's that's um. Uh, like taking one on one is the only other person on YouTube that I think like likes Frankie, but it's yeah, just probably making one hour video of why he's the strongest character in One Piece too. He's made a lot of one hour videos about that nigga, but hey, that's, so I'll, that's I might true send a link to Faye. But uh, yeah, like I'm I'm enjoying rewatching it because there's a lot of things that I overhyped in my mind and there's things that I overlooked. And my sister really likes Skypiea, especially for um the Void Century hints that were throughout. Because my sister brought up like, she like beginning of the uh, show, she was like, "How come certain islands are very old looking and other islands are like modern, and other islands are advanced?" And uh, when they started talking about the world history stuff and saying that the ancient kingdom is uh, was an advanced civilization, and a hundred years happened, that was the void century, and then the world became to what it is. She's fascinated with that. That's all she cares about. So. My sister's become a quality One Piece fan. I respect it. She shits on Zoro. I don't even have to tell her. I appreciate it. Um, I think uh, she hates, she still hates Usopp. And she doesn't care for Nami. She likes Luffy and Sanji, but she gets really pissed off. Like, she got pissed off um, when Luffy got sent into the, between those buildings when Luchi, uh, no, no, at the beginning of the arc, he got stuck in the buildings. And she's like, he better not get stuck in between those buildings again. And then when Lucci launched that nigga back into in between the buildings, <laughs> he had to pause the thing and she just like walked upstairs because the Luffy antic get to her sometimes. But like I told her, like ass. this is peak comedy. Like Oda is a troll. Is Luffy peak dumbass too? So <laughs> dumbass. So yeah, we um Luffy just went year two, so she's gonna be excited for the fight she's about to see. So yeah, that's it for watching. Playing now, I will say Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem Three Houses saved my video game passion and fire. I'm gonna keep saying it. It's my game of the year already. I'm in January, so when we get to the end of the, this year, you already know what I'm gonna talk about. But I will say I lusted after a reptilian monster known as the Immaculate One. Hey man, I, that blew the hell out of me. What you see under the dress though. What you see under that dress? She she, she got she, she thickums. G. <laughs> it's a it's an illusion. She trying to. I knew something was up when she was caressing my head when I woke up and she was singing to me. <laughs> and she was like, and she was like, uh, shush, don't just rest. You're um, you're my perfect whatever. I forgot what it was. I'm like, this wow. is like the calm before the storm. So I thought I was gonna be good with her, and then when she turned into that immaculate one, I was heartbroken. It's like. Gee, I, I'm still smashing though, bro. Listen, bro. Once you get once you get past that dragon thing, you see a nice lady, skin tight clothes with a priest outfit on. Gee, sometimes you just gotta overlook the fact that she can turn into a, a hundred foot dragon. 
It'd be oh, like this. Immaculate one, though. That's a very masculine epithet, bro. But <laughs> I love Fire Emblem Three Houses. I'm on the um, Edelgard path. I talked to, to Cam in uh, big detail about me going back and playing different playthroughs because I want more of the story. It is an amazing story. I love the JRPG elements, the strategic. That's what you call it, Cam? Yeah, it's RPG. I'm into that now, so I'll be playing those a lot more moving forward. I'm going to be buying more JRPGs than anything strategy-based and more Fire Emblem. I got to get 3DS because Cam said there's no more for the Switch. So now I got to find a 3DS so I can get those other ones. If not, but yeah, I think that's it for me this week. My conversion is slowly hey. it's slowly happening across the, the podcast, y'all. I'm going to convert all of them. You all, they all go be me. <laughs> uh, but uh, so for reading, I am catching up. I just did like a massive, like 20, 30 chapter read of Black Clover. DC was there for it. Here's some of my live reactions. I'm not gonna spoil it because Chris is on here, but I'm gonna talk talk to DC about it later. But like, shit is really cool. Um, getting more information about Asta, Asta's demon. The demon's backstory, like a lot of good shit. Oh, the freaking like Chris, you finna get into some, some really good shit with um, because with the what's the last episode that you said they left that they revealed that you know the so after that episode, shit finna get real, <laughs> like it's finna get really real. Oh, um, and it's gonna be some amazing fights. Oh my god, the Yami fight. I cannot wait to see that shit animated. It's, and they about to over and all Yami's fights be animated perfectly. So I'm bro. already looking forward to it, especially with and the he, new animation style they're using. He does some cold shit too. So I'm definitely finna tune into the anime once they get to that part. Uh, so just a lot of great shit from Black Clover. And then of course you got Yuno being Yuno. Um, always ruining my mood to read the, sh- the series. But at this point, what can you do but still read it and criticize his existence? Oh. Um, so yeah, shout out to Black Clover. Uh, I'm probably gonna be caught up uh, by the time we do our next podcast recording. So me and DC can talk a little bit about that. Uh, what I want is too much spoilers because uh, Chris don't care about spoilers, but he do care about spoilers. He just don't want to say it. Um, I do and I don't. It depends. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like oh, I don't know. When we first met Chris. Now I don't care about spoilers. Now, now we in that ass now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, boy. All right, so. Uh, and watching, so um, I think I was the only one who watched Sales at Work. We got a season two of Sales at Work, and then we got another series called Sales at Work Code Black. Um, and they're both in tandem uh, for this season. Uh, history about me and Sales at Work. This is like the first anime that I like because my mom is in, uh, she's in med school. Um, and so when I had saw the anime at first, I was like, this this would be pretty cool for her because it's like, it's 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 comedic but it's like educational as hell too like it really does teach you about like the inner workings of your body what each cell does their functions and stuff but it's not boring there's not like walls of text going like this is what you need to learn for your pop quiz on tuesday like it's 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 comedic in how they teach you and they actually let you use that anime as like an educational resource and i think i've read some stories about some colleges actually using cells at work too which is pretty dope uh, so I was able to introduce my mom to that anime, and she really liked it. We watched a couple episodes together. So I really liked the anime, and so when I heard about season two in Cold Black, I was super hyped for it. 
Um, I watched Code Black first because originally I got confused. I thought that Code Black was season two, but it's not. It's a separate series. And then the original first season got a second season, which is dope. Code Black is way darker. It's essentially what they tell you what your body does, your bodily functions that happen when you do have unhealthy habits like um, smoking, like nicotine addiction, shit like that. Um, alcohol problems. Uh, next episode is going to be about like sexual trend, like sexual reproduction and STDs and shit like that. Like how your Magic body Johnson to episode, that. like, and the way they tell it in Cold Black, like it's darkest shit. Like, if me watching, I'm already a non-smoker. I I cannot fuck with that shit. My respiratory system is not able to handle that, so I fucking hate that shit. Uh, but when I watched the episode, it was like a reconfirmation because it's like a lot of shit that your red blood cells do, um, like your liver or your liver functions and shit like that. That shit gets fucked up if you are like doing unhealthy amounts of that. And it could lead to some like really bad diseases later on in life. So like I was like, the episode made me go like, yeah, I'm definitely not going to smoke. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm already not going to do it. But now you convinced me even more so. Um, I don't drink a lot, so like the episode after that to do about alcoholism, like I, I know how like when to stop drinking. I don't like to do a lot of heavy drinking, um, and then like STD shit. Like I ain't, I ain't Magic Johnson, so I ain't gotta worry. About that shit. It's very, it's very, it's very uh, informational. Um, the second season of Sales at Work um, had more so to do with like your palate functions, like when you get bruises and scars. And I forgot what the second uh, episode was about. I think it has something to do with like. Uh, it had something to do with like a, a like a infection, I believe. I'll have to rewatch it to see. But yeah, shout out to Sales at Work um, for continuing the series. I'm definitely looking forward to when we eventually get to um, the coronavirus shit. I feel like that shit is gonna be really dope the way they portray and handle it. Um, so definitely looking forward to that. And just Sales at Work is just doing great things. Also. I recommend people who are into sales at work to look up this guy called uh, Dr. Hope Sick Notes on YouTube. He's a doctor. He's like a real doctor that actually um, he reviewed each episode of the first season of Sales at Work and gave it from a perspective of a real life doctor and kind of added some bits and details about like more advanced stuff about what your body does in situations that sales at work cover. It's really cool, really informational, and really dope. So out to that and you learn something new every day anime can teach you something uh and then for playing uh so i've been playing mainly two things i'll talk about the first one really quick uh, got some tacos uh tokyo xanadu ex plus this is a game made by falcon the same people who did the trails of cold steel game uh i decided to play it because it's been on my back burner for a while and i'm kind of i don't want to get too deep into um, Trails of the Beginning uh, as of yet, so I just wanted to finish that game first. I'll say like this, my thoughts on the game, if I didn't play Trails of Cold Steel, I probably would have dropped uh, Tokyo Xanadu Yet Plus. Um, that game is peak. The game's story, there's a mystery element that I like, but aside from that mystery element, everything else about that game is like peak mid hella super fucking mid. The only thing that's carrying that game for me is the mystery about, um, so essentially the game is about like there's this there's this interdimensional place called the Eclipse 
and essentially it appears at random it triggered like a cataclysmic event in tokyo that like it was a huge earthquake people died and um as a result these gates popped up that led into the world and so your main the main character and his party are basically tasked with going into those gates clearing out the area and then it'll disappear and kind of make the area safe cool that i'm interested in because that's pretty dope and the gameplay is really good it's a it's a it's like an action rpg um that has a lot of unique elements attached to it which i like characters character is their their archetype their stereotypes of stereotypes and the story aside from the eclipse shit is like mid to below average um like to me like if i were to give this game a rating it'd be a five out of ten it's average would i recommend you get it no uh, <laughs> I'd, ra- I'd rather you get the trails. I'd rather you get trails of uh, Cold Steel and play that than this game. The main character now, y'all know on the podcast, I have a main character bias. It's really hard for me to hate the main character because when it comes to game story, like if I don't like the main character, what the fuck is the point of me watching the story? Because that, it's this nigga's journey. Uh, the main character in that game. I like him because of the main character bias. If I didn't have that bias, he'd be a complete trash can of a character. He's like, Shonen is all fuck, nothing unique about him, and he's a bland, boring piece of shit. So, <laughs> like, all in all, like, I'm glad I got into the Trails of Cold Steel game first because I would have definitely dropped it. And I caught the game on the sale, too, so I'm not too pissed off about it. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's it for that. Uh, and then Dragon Ball Fighters uh, recently came out with Super Baby 2. Um, and to give some impressions on him, I like him. I love him a lot. That nigga is disrespectful. Honestly, he feels like a villain. Like, when I play Super Baby 2, I feel like an asshole. Because he just does so many shit that confuses the fuck out of the enemy. He's the only character in the game that has his this unique counter, this unique mechanic where if his key blast misses... It goes off screen and then it pops back up and it um, appears at the back side of your opponent. So you could do some crazy mix Yo, of shit with Super Baby Two. He's that very sounds annoying. Yes, he's he's like he's like king of neutral. Like you can do some nasty mix ups. You can do some real. His loops are fun as hell to do. Uh, like it's just he's just amazing game and he can turn into a giant fucking monkey, dude. Like the shit's pretty fucking fucking epic. He has he essentially has three super three three level threes. He has the uh, Revenge Death Ball. He has um, the Giant Ape transformation. There's two parts to it. So if you have all allies, he kind of does this barrage of punches. Um, But if you lose an ally, or I think, yeah, I think if you just lose one ally, he does the Super Gallic Gun. So really cool character. Um, I recommend you get him. Uh, I didn't really talk much about Master Roshi when he came out, if y'all noticed that, because I didn't really play too much of him, and I don't care about him. Fucking Master Roshi. I know Japan loves him, but fuck him. He's an old white man, so I don't give a shit about that. Oh, perf. Uh, he bitch ass nigga too. Yeah, he's a pedophile, so I don't care about Master Roshi. Uh, but yeah, uh, Super Baby Two is awesome. Get him. Uh, and I, I'm looking forward to Super Saiyan Four, Gogeta. Uh, I can't wait for that nigga to drop so that I can have a full GT team of Toxic Kid Goku, Toxic Super Baby Two. And I know for sure Super, Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta will be toxic. So I'm running Team Toxic GT because GT is still my favorite series out of the entire Dragon Ball series. Out of, I don't give a fuck what y'all say. And I'm going to go online and beat niggas' asses and say, you got beat by a superior series. <laughs> That's it. All right. Cool. 
Okay. I like when folks hop on his shoulder. That shit look cold. Oh, yeah. Mm. You oh, you can, you can raise your volume just a little bit, too. You're a little low. You talking about the ended screen? Yes, that shit looks cold. I actually watched the compilation of that shit on YouTube. I didn't care for the talk back. He was talking to the niggas he beat. I just wanted to keep seeing him walk up on the shoulder and do like that. That shit. <laughs> me a Buddha Cat 10 Kaichi fucking too. That's a vibe. All right, cool. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the our deep watches for the uh, deep watches and readings for the week. Uh, let's start with reading because I don't think we have too much on the reading side, right? Yeah, so it's just One Piece and My Hero. Did y'all, did you guys read the My Hero chapter today? I did. Yeah. Yep. I'm Daytra just listening, so it don't matter. But uh, My Hero was actually, I really enjoyed this chapter. I didn't expect the prison break to happen immediately. <laughs> like, it was like as if my man's uh, uh, one for all or all for one, whatever, sat there and said, hmm, I still have Shigaraki's body under my control. I'm about to break these niggas out of jail real quick. <laughs> and he literally went to that prison, caused hell. It made them niggas look worse. If you thought the capital had weak security, if a prison that is in the middle of an ocean called Tartarus makes that shit look like a goddamn convenience store. How they just walked in there, took niggas, took niggas out, even though I don't really care about some of the villains uh, they took out. They took, he unleashed Brock Lesnar folks and the nigga that ate people and I think Stain was staying up here oh overhaul so even then i'm like if i'm overhaul i'm like nigga why the fuck i want to help you niggas you took my hands hey. Hey. he didn't die overhaul. nope he, he didn't, didn't die. die yeah i thought he died they too just took his when hands I read the they, they took his arm That's they it. took his hands so that that we got to take that shigeru rocky highlight tape yeah so folks dad for nothing <laughs> days go past you realize Sandfolk died for nothing he really did it Sandman died for nothing G but yeah so and then it's also showing they showed some woman that looked like she was with the villains that was like a devil like that was a guard that worked for the villains so uh, the moral of this chapter was one for all or all for one whatever the fuck his name is is out of jail is out of there and he's free and the heroes gotta yeah, hold that Free my nigga so, off one. Yeah. So I don't know what's next, but the villains is uh is up three three oh right now. And it's not looking good for them for the heroes at all. So y'all thoughts on the chapter. Yeah, so me and DC talked a little bit about this uh chapter. Um my biggest gripe with this chapter is, and I sort of fucking God, I hate every time a prison arc does this or a prison break arc happens, <laughs> is that they do this big um exposition dump about this is a maximum security prison no one get no one everybody goes in but no one goes out and if you go in you're gonna die we got top of the line security we're in the middle of bumfuck nowhere our our our, our security is fucking top notch nigga and then <laughs> one emo emo edgy ass nigga with a hand on his face breaks the shit like stop doing that shit shit shit's cliche is dumb i don't need it you don't need to explain to me that your prison facility as top of the art, state of the art security, because we already know that shit finna get broken into. Let's move on with that shit. Other than that, I'm glad that he was able to wrap this prison break shit in one chapter. Me too. 
shit. There was yeah. no, there wasn't an entire arc dedicated to this shit because I don't care to be honest. All for one, all for one is free. Cool. Let's move on to the aftermath. How the heroes are gonna handle the situation? What the fuck the school is going to do? Like, is Deku gonna be like, "Hey, peace out. I'm finna train. I'm out this bitch. Um, fuck school." Uh, or are they gonna do some goofy lame shit like the like me and DC talk about like they would have like a prom school arc? <laughs> yeah, don't do bro. That. If these niggas have a prom <laughs> after everything that happened, I will be pissed. No, we were saying this would be for the shippers, right? So oh, like, cause you yeah. know, you know, niggas are shipping people, so like it'd be like an arc of like misunderstandings and people getting jealous and mad at each other because they're not asking them to go to prom and shit like that. But I don't know. Uh, but other than that, I think I like the chapter. Shout out to my nigga Overhaul. I still fuck with him. Um, even though he got his hands, you know, he, he got, got no hands with his arm. Uh, muscle folks, I do. Me and DC was talking about this. Well, we duck. fuck that nigga. You got what can freaking, he do? You you got your ass kicked by like below five percent Deku, dude. You got to hold that shit. He soloed you, bro. Like, there's you're not a threat to me. And then Stain. Yeah, you can dedicate an episode like, to that. You you couldn't handle. I'm still in training, Deku. I'm still in training, Sugar, uh, uh, Todoroki and and uh, Ida. You couldn't handle them. Yeah. Now this nigga has quirk, quirk beyond quirks, and uh, Todoroki has both his ice and fire powers. No threat. So, um, that's really it. My thoughts on the chapter. I'll let DC cook, but it's all a chapter for my hero. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, stay on that topic with the muscular and uh, stain stuff. I agree with Kim. I don't see how they're a threat at all because current Deku is better than a lot of the pro heroes. So unless your name is Shigaraki or Davi, I don't see you touching Deku right now. But I will say that if Overhaul updates their quirks, like how he update um, everybody else, then that'd be kind of cold and I'd be interested in that. Um, and I'm interested in that female chick. I don't know who that was. Yeah. Did you did you say who it was, Chris? Or... They didn't really give her a name, but like she clearly uh, was with the villains. Okay. Yeah, like she was like an undercover guard or something. Yeah. The fan base likes her because he has she has titties, so you know, you know how that is. Let me know what your quirk is, Shorty, but and your age, because if you yeah. if you fifteen <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> See what that quirk do. That's the I'm trying to see how that quirk work. <laughs> yeah, I bet it's trash. I'm trying to make but your quirk quirk squirt. Loki G. <laughs> that's gonna be the oh my god, bro. Yo, matter of fact, her quirk is gonna be water related. G. I'm saying it now. Probably. It's gonna be water related because you gotta remember Tartarus was in the middle of water. How do you infiltrate fucking, a place that's, that's nothing but they water? Her, her quirk name is Squirt, dude. <laughs> Top. Top five, top, top three. But last time we seen somebody quirk water related though, Deku had to cry and beat up the final boss. Who was that? Oh, that was kid. Yeah, with his, with his with his bad ass parents. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. All those useless niggas. Yeah, put them niggas in the dirt. <laughs> and they lost against muscular dog. Like your parents was fucking bottom of the barrel, useless G. Right. Folks, quirk, quirk was a real time disease, bro. He had a muscular deficiency, G. <laughs> yeah, elephantitis. Like, G. Like, to me, like, in terms of the villains that got free, the, like, the only one I know who would probably help the villains outright is Muscular, because he probably wants his revenge against Deku. 
He's still gonna get packed up. Stain makes no sense based off his character. Like just how his character is, he well, really barely rocked with Shigaraki then. With Shigaraki. Yeah, he didn't. He barely did it then. Uh, oh, and, he might come back. Then, if that's the case, like, because yeah. if, if Hero Society is in shambles and no one cares about heroes, then he's like, okay, Deku, let me help. You now out. you need a hero. Yeah. Something like that. Exactly, because he came off as I choose who the heroes were. So, yeah. <laughs> and then over overhaul is like nigga. These niggas took my hands. <laughs> you niggas took my hands. Why am I about to help you niggas? Do my own thing. But, but overall, I will say, like, I don't want him to go back to any school-related stuff. There's two types of Horikoshi. There's the shipper Horikoshi, where he's doing this high school crap. And then there's, I'm in my bag, I'm writing villains, I'm writing about Hero Society, quirks. I want that Horikoshi from now on. I don't want to go back to... <laughs> If we go like, oh, uh, we're going to have uh, end of the semester festival. Or, um, oh, my God. You got to make Momo uh, smile because uh, Midnight died. Yeah, Momo <laughs> can't be class president, so Deku's going to step up, and he's going to try to mend everybody's uh, relationships. He's going to do therapy sessions, and they're going to hold hands and cry together. I don't want to <laughs> see that. <laughs> I just I don't care about it. I mean, it's cool that he's writing for those people, but it's getting really, really weird. So please give us a time skip and keep writing like this so we can weed Just out those weirdos. Legal age, please. So please. We don't, so we don't have a to part of us. me feel like we might not get a time skip. Where the story is just them yeah. as kids. Like I, like, I don't, if we do, it's probably going to be like no more than a year or two. Just, just, just time skip to their seniors in high school, then they're 18. They're still within their high school years. Yeah, and adults. they're still in school. So that they just make them legal, bro. I'm tired of I'm tired of seeing some weirdo shit on Twitter and Reddit shit, and shit. Like y'all some fucking weirdos. I man. agree. So but, uh, let it go. Time to stop. Yeah. But uh one thing I did like about the end of the chapter, just to uh, wrap this up, I like the how it did the uh the parallel between Deku and Shigaraki where it said uh where all for one told Shigaraki you can be you're going to be the next demon lord I was like oh okay and literally said this is how this is when I uh, started leading up to being the next demon lord I'm like oh interesting oh I didn't even think that that's cool Cool. So that was though. that was a neat little lord. you did. You can say villain, world's greatest villain, you have to be demon lord. Yeah, that's why I was like and this is the shonen jump translation. I was like Okay. <laughs> so like, edgy I, as hell, but very <laughs> but man's got a hand on his face, so edgy. Uh one piece, uh DC I'll let you lead that combo. I mean, it's pretty much the fight. So um I Okay, all right, all right. So we start off. Okay, so um, actually, can we can we just like say how we feel because it's pretty much like you it's know, cut dry. Stra- it's not it is a straightforward ass chapter. Yeah, it is. This gonna be more so the the ZKK slander that you want to get into. I'm sl- <laughs> I'm gonna let bars off, but I w- I'm gonna just have my little hockey talk. This chapter confirmed the thing that I said last time whenever I was on the pod, where I said the hockey that Luffy learned is not the same hockey that the samurais use. Yep. It's not the same hockey that Zoro learned. I went back and read the chapter where they explained, like when Hirogoros explained what uh, they do. Rio is the hockey that they use in Wano where they flow their hockey into their blade. That could also be used as a, a barrier around 
their um, whatever hand, like the barrier hockey that Sentamaru uses and the Boa sisters, that's what Samurais use. So what Zoro learned is that barrier or like I could cut or allow things to go through and increase my damage. What Luffy learned, Hyogoro specifically said, is a step beyond me that I don't know. And that's the Rayleigh hockey, that's the Sabo hockey, that's the hockey that Shank, apparently, whatever, the silhouettes, everybody in that silhouette's confirmed to have that hockey. So, Zoro niggas, Zoro does not have the hockey beam thing that Rayleigh was teaching and Sabo has. It's been confirmed, so just calm down. But I'll let y'all say y'all things before I go on my ZKK. Uh, you go uh, ahead, I'll get my thoughts um, on it. Uh, I wrote about it on Twitter, so check it out. Uh, you know, viewers and listeners have the chance uh, to see Black Wakanku. Uh, but yeah, I feel like, and honestly, I don't know if y'all agree with me, I feel like this should have been Chapter 1000. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, to me, this is way more hype than, like, like this Chapter 990, like, if Chapter 1000 was 999, that would have been a perfect lead-up. And then chapter 1000 is just the fucking a clash. And to me, that's like way more hype. You got a lot of good callbacks. You got like a lot of good combo attacks. DC, um, we probably won't get into it, but the, I'm gonna let the kid chopper slander rain. That nigga sucks fucking ass. Kid is trash. He's garbage here. I don't care what anybody says. That nigga does not know how to use his powers. He is, the green, he is the green lantern of the One Piece universe. <laughs> like this nigga has the power of magnetism. Like, you could do some cool shit with like the iron in your blood to like pump yourself up, like enhance your abilities, iron in other people's bloods to manipulate them, like a puppet match shit. Cool shit like that. And what does this nigga do? I got a big arm. I'ma make a giant robot to crush Kaido. Goofy ass nigga, bro. Like this bro kid is utter garbage, G. I'm sorry, G. Like he's not he ain't no monster, G. When Kaido said, Man, y'all some monsters, he's talking about Law and Luffy. That's it. This nigga kid is man. Like you have, and don't for those who go over oh, kids an idiot. Luffy's a fucking idiot, and he took the powers of rubber and did shit that I wouldn't imagine is possible with rubber powers. So there's no excuse for it. Absolutely zero. So yeah, that's my kid slander. The nigga's garbage. I'm glad Shanks took his arm, bitch. <laughs> um, other than that, uh, I don't care about killer. Um, and for people going like the whole thing, like title the title neck injury thing, y'all, oh boy, <laughs> y'all blowing that shit way out of proportion. G, that nigga title ate that shit. And he was like, and kept talking. Last he kept talking. talking. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, mm, I was expected. All right. And then was like, I gotta use Emma to be stronger. Yes. Uh, he also sliced the fireball in half. Um, and a oh. lot of y'all are overhyping that achievement. Like, gee, the, the scabbards <laughs> did that. <laughs> yeah. The Brooke scabbards did, did that. that. Solo Dolo, Brooke did that by himself in whole cake. <laughs> yep. Nami stole up Nami stole Zeus. So what does that that mean? She's um she's upper tier, uh, as far as like the supernovas. Like, come on, y'all taking this shit way too soon. Y'all overthinking shit, G. It's cool, okay. Zoro is not like niggas. Niggas saying Zoro's on. I'm gonna let DC handle it, but like niggas is saying that Zoro is over Luffy. Sheesh. I saw them screenshots that I put in the. Uh... <laughs> I yep. want to live in whatever world y'all in, G, because this nigga can do no wrong. Uh, but other than that, uh, I like the. I just kind of like the little banter that Law, Luffy, and Kid had. Like they were like, "No, I'm gonna do this," uh, and, and like I like the banter that Law had with Luffy. 
where he was like, I was going to transport them anyway. But yeah. now that you said that they go think I'm your bitch or something, G. I, yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, and you just law, you just need to come over to the straw hats, G, because your your pirate crew sucks. It's they said you. laws pirate crew is nurses, G. I cried. <laughs> I cried. <laughs> they killed me, bro. Nigga Beppo and those other two niggas, G. Yo, those niggas is garbage. They G. said that nigga had a crew of nurses, bro. I never laughed so hard in my life at some One Piece shit, G. Bro, that shit's funny as hell. But yeah, this is a great action-packed episode, man. And like, I I really feel like or chapter, not episode, but I really feel like it should have been chapter because it would, would be way more hype. Um, so yeah, solid. I give it. I don't even rate chapters, but I'm rating it because I'm toxic. I give it a solid. Eight out of ten. Yeah. Taking two points off his oral shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for me, I really genuinely and this was a really fun chapter. Like I have I haven't had this fun reading a chapter in a minute. And I just hope that I highly doubt it, especially as we're going on break. That means some shit's about to happen. Uh or is really about to be super dialogue heavy. Or we're getting a flashback knowing Keisha, uh not I mean older. So yeah. who knows where this is about to go since we're going on break, but uh, like you guys said, uh, I like you guys said the Zoro ship super overhyped. Uh, I did like the banter between Kid Law and Luffy. It's just it's hilarious because they because they really genuinely want to one up each other, but it's like, hey, we still gotta get these niggas up out of here. So it's just funny, especially yeah. when they did the mean face when Kaido threw oh, the yeah. uh, attack at him. Was like, so uh, which one of us is gonna move first? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Trying to play freaking chicken. He was the like, first one to get hit is, um, is a small Friday. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, gee, yeah. what the hell? So I was like, gee, y- y- y'all still being funny as hell while in the midst of a very serious battle. Uh, I like the fact that I told DC this. Like, when Luffy uh, used, uh, used the observation hockey to see the future and he still, to dodge uh, the, yeah. uh, Kaido's attack. And Kaido still hit him. The template attack. You said what? Oh, yeah, the, the template, template attack. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hold on, let me copy paste. All right, there we go. <laughs> cool. <laughs> like I, I like how Kaido was legit giving Luffy a respect. He like, oh, you getting better? You getting better, man? And, he, and also, beat your when, ass. Uh, yeah, I'm still gonna beat your ass, but you get in there. You get in there, and that's the dope part about Luffy. The longer he fights you, the more likely you're gonna lose. <laughs> Like, if it's one thing you're not about to do is out-endure Luffy. Like, it's just part of the experience of fighting that man. So, you got a little bit of this guy in him. Folks right there. <laughs> that, that guy, too. He's up there, too. You just pissed off a bunch of One Piece fans, too, uh, but... how, dare you compare, how dare you compare One Piece to that shit-tier anime, Dragon Ball? Oh, you just reminded me what I was necessarily. <laughs> but uh, one, also, when Luffy did the uh, the little hockey attack, and Kaido was like, damn. And then he saw who was, like, he saw other people. That confirmed to me Luffy's that nigga, G. That confirmed. Yeah, he was like, damn, that shit hurt. The nigga saw white beard. Uh, who who's all in that uh panel? DC it was White Beard, White Beard, Shanks, Odin, Odin, and Dragon. Yeah, I was like, and come what, on, that dude. was rocks. Oh no, rock, rock. the rocks. Oh, no, the rock. I thought that was Dragon. Uh, people the, thought that it was Dragon, but it's rocks. Yeah, it's the same. Rocks. He has dreads yeah. while Dragon has like uh spiky hair. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. Kaido knows like, rocks. 
he's the that's a captain of nigga all... pirate that reminds people yeah. of Luffy, just like everybody else, pretty much. But uh, and plus he's about to get a he's probably gonna get a crazy ass freaking flashback. So that's that might be the next two. chapter, by the way. <laughs> but uh, when when Kaido said, "Hmm," that to me confirmed like you niggas who power scale. Kaido just said Luffy's on par with them. He didn't say that to Zoro. He didn't. That nigga literally <laughs> said that nigga that nigga literally got a cut right here and he said, said uh, That's cool. <laughs> Alright, let me keep talking. Like how you get cut in the throat and keep talking? You punch me in the throat, I'm not talking. Kaido said, Alright, that's cute. That's real cute, man. So I just need you people to understand, Zoro fans, your man's is fodder. It's okay. <laughs> now he made material. Like him and Killer job is honestly to keep Big Mom away from the fight with the three other niggas and Kaido. That's fact. Like that's Big their Mom job. Be like, and even then, Big Mom is probably gonna whoop their ass. But the steel, they are there to literally keep Big Mom busy. Now, and when I say busy, I don't mean fuck her and give her other kids. I mean busy in terms of literally <laughs> keeping her away from the from the real fight. And that's cool. Mm. It's fine. Now, I'm going to really be mad when Toei animates it and they show more Kaido bleed, neck bleeding out oh, and shit. Yeah. But we know how Toei gets down, G, because they're, uh, they love that nigga uh, Zoro. But it's cool. But overall, I love the chapter. It was a really fun chapter. Um, it's, it's good to see that we're finally close to the climax of Wayno, it seems like. So, I'm interested to see where things go from here. So, uh, DC, I'm going to let you get your bars off, G. Alright. I love the chapter as well. Now, I may, I'm about to slam the fuck out of Zoro right now, but I'll give him his props. Y'all made him feel a little bit, but the scabbards are still above y'all niggas because they stabbed him before they even got up on the roof. They, Kiku stabbed his hand. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kawamatsu cut his mouth. Kinemon cut his mouth. Denjiro stabbed him multiple times. Like, question for you, One Piece niggas. Pop up brain. Why is people power scaling off of stabbing Kaido if he immortal? That don't do shit. Because Zoro. So we power scale. Because anybody can come, nigga. I can get a paper cut. Nigga, ain't gonna bench me. Man, hey, man. I ain't off the paint. Oh, that's ass. That's a good Goku D, my nigga. You see that? Dragon Ball Power Scaling is more clear than One Piece Power Scaling as fact. But I put a I put a uh, video in the chat that everybody that says that Zoro's killing Kaido, if Zoro kills Kaido, he's the equivalent of Vegeta killing Raccoon and Birder after Goku whooped their ass. Damn. Because that's literally what y'all want. That you want that. That's what you're gonna get if that happens. That's Zoro. He literally picking up the scraps after Luffy. You really want that. That's the pinnacle of his character. And by all means, he could be the Vegeta of uh, Luffy, but it's the Vegeta. He's not Goku. He's not the Zoro. Will never be the main guy. Get that through your head. You're not reading Samurai Piece. You're not reading swordsman finding the swordsman world strongest swordsman you're not this is not a sword manga so get that through your head so you won't 
disappoint yourself. But the chapter was great. Um, I'll say uh, in terms of the Rio stuff, everything makes sense now. So I'm glad. I was scared for a while. Chris knows. I was I was texting him like, hey, if Zoro does something for no reason, I'm going to be pissed off. But uh, power scaling stayed in my power scaling stayed intact because it's factual. Um, uh, the rock stuff, I'm in, seeing his silhouette makes it really interesting because there were some people that didn't think rocks was uh, that big of a threat. But the fact that he's amongst those silhouettes basically confirms that whenever we get that um, flashback, it's going to be uh, God tier. Um, everybody that was doubting Whitebeard, hold that fucking L because you can see no admirals behind in that silhouette. You can see Garb, Akai, disrespect. So stop disrespecting him. He, he up there, top five. Dead or alive, confirmed by Kaido. So it's uh this chapter, you know, revitalized, you know, my, my love for the series. Uh but y'all zero niggas, man, just just hold that. <laughs> Literally, I think uh this one dude said that uh if you look at the actual panel that Killer was the one that did the decapitating move with the neck thing. Yeah. So Zoro didn't even cut Kaido's neck. You didn't even do anything. And you put the bandana on. And everybody told me that when you put the bandana on, you killed him. Right, you nigga, finished the job. <laughs> you finished the job. Y'all, y'all trash signs because he can't finish the job. What, what, why is Zoro not finishing the job right now? I'm waiting for it. But um, I'm excited, but I will say I told Chris this, though. At the beginning of the arc, they said there's going to be nine shadows that defeat the villain. There's only five of them up there. So that means we have four people that's coming up. So that's like Sanji Yamato. One of them, G. Sanji's definitely one of them. Jinbei, probably. I don't know about the other two. Chris said Marco. And um, who else? Drake. X-Drake. Maybe Yamato. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Yamato. So, yeah. Yeah, Yamato. So I'm excited for who the other people are coming up. Because once those other people come up, I think it will be even because then because, like, Zoro and Killer is, is not enough to hold off uh, Big Mom. Big Mom, yeah. Jinbei proved himself that he can hold off Big Mom. Sanji and Luffy, they blocked Big Mom's attacks. So Sanji and Jinbei would do a good job of helping stave off Big Mom. Um, so I, I'm just excited for more people to come up and fight. Uh, I love the little line where Kaido said that whoever wins gets a closer step in becoming yes. a Pirate King. Yeah. And I hope y'all peep. Kaido said that if I win, I take your crew. And I think that's important. I don't know what that's going to lead into for his backstory. Maybe it's how Kaido got onto rocks that he was stolen from, from another crew, or that's how they all came together. Uh, but that found that was really interesting to me. I want to see more of how Kaido views a crew, how he views the crew dynamic. Because he obviously has like a weird... Um, mentality when it comes to strength because when Jack lost, he didn't berate him. He said, you're strong. I I handpick you, so just go and rest. So he has this weird, like, if I respect you, I consider I, I like I consider you close to me. So the fact that he wants Luffy's crew just showcases how cold the Straw Hats are. I know he doesn't want uh, Law's crew because he's his ass. And Kid's crew is ass too. Like, Killer is the only saving grace for Kid and even that they didn't do shit. But um, the last thing I'll say is I agree with Cam with the kid stuff. I expected kids to actually do something cool with his metal fruit or uh, magnetism fruit. Pi- uh, was it Iron Pirate Frankie is more intimidating than whatever the hell kids just did on that route. 
Ray's kid with Frankie, it would be more intimidating. That panel would, I would get the same feel out of that panel. It's just, you make a little floating, you look like Dr. Eggman, nigga. You floating. Dog. Yo, that might be the Both name of the tail. episode. <laughs> if he's just floating, around, and he said he didn't, he doesn't even have Rio. He does. He's like, oh, that hockey. Oh. Well, I'm had a hockey, but I'm gonna squish you to death. I'm gonna compress yeah. you. Stupid boy. Like, you saw him fall from like Sky Island, and no scratches. He just said he had a headache. What makes you think you're gonna crush him, and 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 do significant damage? And if that's the case, why didn't you do that the first time? It's stupid. So it that's it for me. Kid is I I I I I defended you. <laughs> I fucking defended you. And you let me down. It just pisses me off. So that's it for me, man. Kids forever and now. I it's if they go Luffy Law. I'll put killer above you right now. That's Damn, what I'm at. Right nigga. I'll put the killer above you. <laughs> and that's that killer, then kid, and then Zoro. That that's that's it. You hate to see it. You really hate to see it. Alright, so what's next, Chris? Uh so since so we got the chapters out the way. Let's go ahead and knock the one piece episode out. So uh mm-hmm. last week, well, I'll let you guys talk about that. I'll let you guys handle that. Yeah, so last week was the um, Shibukai um, Excommunicado episode. Yeah. Um, essentially, we got that massive kind of story. Not exposition, but just story shit about like how the royals, the, the kingdoms met, and they're like, what the fuck is the point of the Shibukai system? These niggas aren't supposed to protect us but like they use crocodile and uh doflamingo like these niggas low-key fucking us up they're supposed to be protecting us uh so they reached the consensus that like yo get these niggas up out of here so we got the lead in with um well we got some stuff with about kobe and uh next drake about like the sword shit um and i'm tired of this so listen bro kobe is my nigga i fuck with kobe i fuck with his growth that nigga is not finna beat Boa Hancock. And if he does beat nah, Boa Hancock, I'm dropping one piece. I would literally... No, I'm going to Japan and whooping Otis' ass. <laughs> that is ass if, if he beats... Uh, I am no beating his ass. This nigga has shown nothing, absolutely nothing, as far as growth or strength to be on the level of a Shishibukai, let alone baby girl Boa Hancock. So get the fuck out of here with that shit. R.I.P. them or Adam... The niggas who got sent to Mihawk, some of the, some of them was their first day. Some of them got like two more days left to their retirement. Then niggas sent you off, bro, to go into that island. Uh, ship <laughs> shuck, ship cutter sh- uh, Mihawk G. Like, this nigga said, oh, it's been a while since I've been hunted. Exactly. He's like, shit, let's right? go. Hey, hey, it's time. Like, nigga, Boa did the same thing. If these niggas, you are about to invade their island, and they're taking the time to sit on their thrones. And they not press, G. Y'all not doing shit, G. Wrap it up. And L. But the animation of this episode is the fucking highlight. It was absolutely amazing. The transitions to where they were showing this, the all the Shishibukai, the Doflamingo, and oh my god, bro. That, Doflamingo that's the, was that, that's the best yeah. part. The Doflamingo transition to him with his family, and then they show his glasses crack, 
and they show the straw hats right there and then they cut to law doing the room thing all that stuff the the transition was so good and it's like it's funny though because a lot of the top tier animation of one piece episodes don't even involve action because like the last time we got something like that was whole cake island when the freaking german 66 uh they did the transformation shit oh yeah they went in on that now tochi and shit like that shit was amazing so um i'm gonna let dc cook but i really enjoyed this we, I mean, we, we've already read it, so like, it's, we've already given our thoughts about like, yeah. how we felt about overdrive. But like, as far as the aesthetics look, this is the type of shit that I want to see when I, when I, when I go like, why should I watch the anime if I've already read it in the manga? That's the reason why this episode is the reason why. Yeah, shout out to Megumi Ishitani. You inspired me. That is probably the best like direction because it's not even just um, the overall animation. It was the direction. Like, it was fluid. Because usually, one piece. I love One Piece episodes, but we, you ha, you usually have the the recap, which is like four or five minutes, and you have the opening, and then you got like initial like recuts and re using mm. using uh, scenes and shit. None of that in this episode. Yeah, pure new animation, beautiful OSTs, songs, the hues. It was just beautiful. Um, they need to keep her directing. Whatever. Uh, uh, the chapter we were on today, I want her to direct today's chapter whenever oh, yeah. they get to it in the anime because she is amazing. Wano as a whole has been amazing. I watched the episode that came out this week too. Um, they uh, they did they they brought up one thing that's new, and the anime is low key been hinting at things that's going to happen in the manga. The SSG, remember when they brought up where they abolished the warlords and they're replacing them with SSG? Yeah. They said that the acronym for it is special science group so now people aren't thinking that it's an organization or a weapon now people are, i mean uh, people aren't thinking it's a weapon anymore they think it's an organization the main idea is that instead of seven warlords they're taking seven marines that we know and are modifying them that's the current theory because it's a group rather than an actual device you think so, germa has something to do with that they would have to i would think but they did say Vegapunk is like better than all the other scientists. So it would be cold if they are like the Germa and they have like exoskeletons and, um, you know, different. They have devil food powers, but they don't have devil foods because that's what the Germa basically are. That'd be cold. But the main theory is that Smoker got a power boost because he went to go see Vegapunk, Vegapunk and they think that he's a part of this new special science group. So that was a big thing that was uh, brought up in the anime this week. It's not confirmed, but that's the big theory. I kind of believe in it, because Smoker needs some, you know, buffs if he's going to continue to stay in the story and be relevant, so. But uh, overall, Megumi, you did an amazing job. You shit it on everybody in that department. They need to hire you as the official director. That would be it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, I don't really have much else to add. I really enjoyed the episode. Uh, Bo was on the episode and I loved the episode so that's all I need to say uh, Babo was too technically yeah. oh yeah Sabo was great allegedly yeah <laughs> allegedly. you know he, they say he killed niggas so <laughs> allegedly. I hope he... like I said uh, before my stance my, my absolute iron code still stands if Sabo dies I'm dropping one piece I don't give a fuck where we at or when it's ending <laughs> If it's confirmed that something happens to Sabo and it's bad, <laughs> it's over. It's, it's what if done. he loses a limb? How would you feel? 
he's still alive, so I, I'm fine. Right. But if he, if it's like, like a, like they basically re, reskin the eighth death, but with Sabo, I'm dropping one piece. Mm. That's I respect that. That's, yeah. that's trash. <laughs> uh, let's get. Yeah, let's go ahead and do Attack on Titan so they they truck and tone. Uh, so, <laughs> hey, I said Attack on Titan. So, this is the episode of Attack on Titan. I think me and DC been hyping since they announced the final season. This should have been the fucking last episode. I yeah, this, once again, this is another example of last week's episode should have been this week's episode. And even then, on this week's episode, they said we still got to squeeze in some talking. <laughs> Oh Which they ain't shit. <laughs> Jeez, last week's that episode. Whole, bro, shit, we that whole beginning cab ride, I was about to shoot myself in the face, bro. Bro, bro me and DC was watching it at the same Bro, DC heard me. I was like, what the fuck? I don't care about this nigga, G. I don't care if he got a family. The fuck? This nigga bro, white. They fuck really, out of it. And really... then the, the significance of this nigga getting clapped. We need nothing because we just come up and he ate. We just come up and he got muscle. Um, Let's move on, G. Yo, my, yo, my man's Aaron treated that nigga like a Dorito, bro. Bitch <laughs> yeah. ass nigga, bro. Like, come on. But this episode was as is met. It met the hype for me. It met the hype. Besides the map of CGI, could have been way, yeah, way better. Way better. But in terms of what I how I wanted this episode to be animated and see it. And certain events happening, I was satisfied seeing the Survey Corps, because I ain't going to call them corpses, because this time, they were making niggas corpses. They wasn't the corpse this time. They, they're the Survey Corps. They, they legit earned their name on this episode. Them niggas pulled up with a passion and said, we're going to body you niggas. And if you can't handle that, too damn bad, because we're going to kill everybody, whether it's kids, children, women. <laughs> Adults, old people, you gonna Hold die. On, I don't care about none of them niggas. Let's go. You gonna die. The only person who cared was Mikasa. And it was mainly because Aaron killed kids. And that kind of pissed me off. Yeah, I'm not I'm not <laughs> understanding her character because, like, you was, like... like you You're not going like, to understand her character for the rest of the ago, season. You was, really, you, was really, you was ready to kill niggas for Aaron's sake. Like, exactly. what the fuck I going think- <laughs> I think what they're gonna do with her this 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 final season is make her Aaron's conscious, make her Aaron's voice of reason, which don't make no sense. I still believe my my theory of Mikasa is gonna be the one to kill Aaron if Aaron dies. I believe it's either between her and Levi a little more towards Mikasa because you know poetic justice, I should say. But as Aaron, you can see, you can even see. With the tone they had in this episode when it came to his character, that he did not give a fuck. <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, all right, it's time to kill niggas, bro. Literally, my man's transformed and say, "Who's ever under me is under me." That it'd be that way sometimes. <laughs> this nigga was about to get fucking clobbered by the hammer, and he was just like, "Okay, it's all part of the strategy." <laughs> but the fight between uh the uh the founding Titan and Warhammer Titan was really fire, G. Really fire, so I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was happy to just see Gabby just hold that L, but I just want people to know if you hate DC Gabby now, <laughs> DC within me. the next episode or two, maybe three, you're going to hate her. You're going to hate her. She's going so to we... kill somebody that you love and adore. 
So me and DC also talked about this, right? Where Constellation. There was like, cause there, it was like, it, it was like one of those. Um, Sasha, that's the chick who ate the freaking potatoes. Yeah, I think she killed Sasha. She killed Sasha, ain't she? They, they, like, did you see the close-up? <laughs> yeah. I'm not too mad if she killed Sasha. But she killed Sasha, ain't she, Chris? You can okay. say it. Yeah. Why? Yeah. But the thing, but here's the thing, though. And this is why I, t- I totally see this is the equivalent of if y'all remember that highly buried Catwoman movie, that trash ass movie. So you remember the part in that movie where like I don't she's remember in this apartment building. I'm gonna lay it out for you. She's in this apartment building, right? And across from her, like their neighbors are like really loud. They're playing music. This is before she got her Catwoman powers. So then she's like, "Hey, you guys, cut the music off." Blah blah blah. They didn't pay her no mind, right? So essentially, that scene was setting up some good old contrast. Because guess what happened when she got her pat- Catwoman powers? Her neighbors coincidentally were throwing another party. So she opened the window. She was like, "Y'all need to turn that music off." And with her newly found uh, Catwoman power, she came in and she wrecked the party. And those directors must have been sitting at the table, going like, "Oh, this is such genius writing! Oh my god! Like y'all never see anything like this." So I'm thinking the same thing with the Attack on Titans director. They were like, "Dog, look." Sasha kills somebody that we don't care about, that we don't know about, that has relation to a character that I give two fucks about, right? How? Well, look, look at her face. You see that Sasha? Oh, and look, Gabby is looking at her like she's mad. Yeah, I can't wait to pick up that contrast because we're going to show the exact same panel, but this time, Gabby's going to be the one to pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. You're not a good writer, dog. Like, that's not... <laughs> That's not like who cares, dog. She killed somebody of no consequence. She called that nigga Mister when he got caught. Exactly, he and didn't he, have a name. He just he, he Mister. And here's the and thing: we're not talking Mister like in the hood when like, hey, there goes Mister. You know, no. It's just some, some random soldier nigga number thirty-two, bro. Who cares? And here's the thing: me DC also talked about this. They're clearly trying to draw a contrast between Aaron and Gabby's character. She's yeah. female Aaron, right? Here's the difference, right? Aaron was innocent as fuck as a child. He didn't know anything about the walls. He didn't know anything. He just knew that Titans were bad, and he was living his life in this village. Gabby is a soldier. She's killed people. She knows about this war. You're surprised and you're shocked that people that you have been attacking and killing are now retaliating against you. That would be like Japan being surprised that the U.S. retaliated because of Pearl Harbor. Um, ass, of course we're gonna. Of course we're gonna attack. Like you're in the middle of a fucking war, you attack them, they're gonna strike back. So your contrast fails. All I'm saying is, I wrap this up to say my thoughts on the episode. I'm glad Aaron is killing people because honestly, I told DC this. I don't care about anybody in that show. Like I'm watching Attack. Like I have no interest in what happens in Attack on Titan. It's more so I'm in a situation where I'm in too deep, right? Like, I've already watched all the three. So, like, I really, I just have, I don't care. I really don't care about the Eldians. I don't care about the Marlins. I don't care about this war. I just want to see Aaron fuck shit up at this point. That's it. I have no attachment to anybody else. They could die and I wouldn't give two shit. So, and also, this uh, this episode of CGI was abysmal. 
I'm sorry, this shit was ass. Like, it was out of place. It was like, so out of place. The way Aaron was moving and attacking the war tight, like this shit was so bad. And then like some of the scenes where the survey cores were like zipping and stuff like that with the CGI, it was bad. Like really bad. Like you said the fight was lit, Chris. I thought that fight was ass. I'm sorry. Like, dude. like when I say CGI it was lit, I enjoyed really seeing it, but this it, the animation itself. The CGI was yeah. really bad. Like just go 2D, bro. I know you're working on Jujutsu Kaisen. I know y'all niggas is pressed for time when it comes to these episodes, but like, if you if you need to delay, delay, because like that that stuff was bad. But everything else I didn't really care about except Aaron killing people. So I give this episode an Aaron killing people out of ten. You know, I I I really just want to ask people who create mangas and shit. Not you know what was your. Well, animes in particular, like, what was your focus on doing this? What was your thought? <laughs> All of us is asked him, like, yo, what is this thing with y'all and, and fucking CGI? Is y'all <laughs> trying to see who can do it the best? Is y'all trying to see who, who finally gonna nail the shit? It ain't happening, yo. I don't think I still have came across in a situation where I'd be like, all right, that was some good CGI. <laughs> I think Cut, the Dragon Ball some, Super movie, I would say the Broly movie did it well. Like there was points it was CGI, yeah. but it was it was mixed in perfectly. And that, and, but also yeah, that's yeah, like, a different budget. But they had the budget for that. Yeah, that's it's yeah. a different budget. That's <laughs> a different budget. <laughs> this is a weekly episodic television show, yo. Like this ain't. Hold on, I gotta snipe something real quick. This ain't this ain't the this ain't it. My thoughts on the episode, I thought it was cool talking too much of it. Um you can tell the survey corpse is about that life now compared to when they were shorties. They were in black. Yeah, they were in black. <laughs> um Levi is still the coolest nigga in this show. Oh god, bro. When he came on, I said, bro, they ain't gonna catch on like, that's that nigga Levi. Because Mikasa is my favorite character in Attack on Titan, right? But when I saw Levi, I literally said in the party, he go to the coolest nigga in Attack on Titan, bro. <laughs> the John Titan was like, yo, why I can't feel my body no more? He said, these are humans, bro. They got some Titans. Nigga, Levi said, if you a Titan. <laughs> Even though it's about to be CGI as fuck, I can't wait to see the initial... Oh, uh, round two between Beast Titan and Levi that's about to come up. I know it's coming up. Please don't tell me. It's, if y'all niggas tell me they're not about to interact with each other, I swear to fucking God, bro. They're at the same place at the same time. Oh, Chris, I don't he think it's going to be called out. I don't think. I think it's later. Right, DC? No, because I was re. I was re. Um, he shows up. Like, because I was re looking at the chapter because of something that happened earlier. East Titan shows up. Because I, I do remember um, uh, he calls for Levi. So I think that they interact. I'm not. I, I'm not it's, not, it's not a huge rematch, though. I know they. I think he does get a run back, but I don't think. We do got to get. We well, me and Chris know later on. Yeah, it won't be like the first interaction because yeah. of story reasons. Yeah. But, Okay, understandable. But like I was saying, cool episode. I enjoyed it. Uh, if next week is a, a bunch of fucking dialogue, I'm going to keep it bucked. This has been a mid-season so far. 
It's like the dialogue, dog, bro. You don't need it. This is your final fucking season. Balls to the wall, bro. I can deal with it. The the thing with the dialogue, not bro, I'm going to keep it buck. The reason I'm so ticked off, because I binge watched Attack on Titan probably a year ago. It wasn't this much fucking talking, yo. And if it was, the next episode was see. The only time you got that sense of, oh, it's too much talking, was the fucking historian shit. And Rod Wears Titan. But that, that that was it, bro. Like, other than that, like season two, season three, that shit was fire, bro. So. You don't want to find out more about the Eldians and the Marlians? No, because half all these niggas getting sent off by somebody. Somebody is sending these niggas off. I don't know who it is. The Elder God Titan, Odin. Like, somebody sent these niggas off, bro. I wish it was the Elder God. <laughs> yes, it was. But, uh, for me, I, I agree. Um, I don't like the CGI at all. It felt like it looked like the Berserk uh, remake. Because when I was watching, because Cam was talking, about, he said, "What the heck was all this talking?" So I, I, I chime in at like what seven minutes in. Yeah. All I see is CGI, bro. That pissed me off because that <laughs> armored, uh, the Warhammer Titan. When me and Chris read that chapter, that was like the hype, most hype thing. Because the way the fight was and how he drew it, I'm like, okay, this is going to be cold in the anime. Y'all botched it. And that's like one of the only action scenes we're going to get. I'm just going to be honest. After this, political as fuck. It's, 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 just, it's political around Aaron. Super it's political. the Aaron polit- politics now. <laughs> and there was chapters where we barely saw Aaron. I re- remember, Chris? Yeah, because they were talking so, about Aaron. <laughs> hey, so if you, if you don't like the talking... Gotta deal with it because it's here. Because right no, now, it's, it's, it, it can't be, bro. It can't. It can't be like that. G. It can't be. I, I, I'm telling here. you, bro. Because it's it's going from po- the politics about the Marley aliens is about to become politics around Aaron. And that's literally what's about to happen. The significance of Aaron. So George, the next episode or two where there is some action because that that is is back to the politics of Aaron now. Super politics, like. And that's that was the era where me and Chris was like, I don't know what's going on. That's I'm like everybody looks, looks the same. same. <laughs> everybody looks the same, bro. What happened, man? Um, so the, I, I'm really disappointed because this was the one thing that I was looking forward to. So uh, yeah, y'all gotta hold that. Unless they change, like they said, they was gonna change this season supposed to veer off from the manga. Then ignore what I said. Then I don't know what's about to happen. But it looks like. They're going in the same direction. There's no, I don't see how things could play differently because all the, you know, uh, mm-hmm. things are set up are to be set up for what's going on right now. So, yeah. And then on um, the Gabby stuff, this was the main thing I was talking to Cam about. The Gabby stuff where they they prolonged that scene. That doesn't fix what happened with Sasha. It's still random because it makes no sense to me. And the fact that that was actually canon pisses me off because I didn't remember her looking at Sasha, but apparently that was in the manga. That's how significant it was. To me. So, if y'all thinking that getting that little close up and her gritting her teeth and grabbing her gun is gonna make me, oh, who is she gonna kill Sasha? Like, that's not gonna save me. It's still <laughs> trash. I hate Gabby. I'll forever hate Gabby. She could die. I don't care if she's a kid. I'll forever hate Gabby. That's trash. And people are gonna be pissed off that what what happens happens. And when you get super political. I'm expecting a, a whole wave of people slamming in the show. Oh man, some of that shit that Gabby was saying. Oh my god. Oh, I'm kind of pessimistic. They go dedicate an episode to her or something? No. She says some head super. She head, just says oh. some like 
Yeah, you were sheltered. <laughs> Cause like, when we get back to the island and her little redemption shit, that that don't hit. It don't hit at all. Don't. And if you say it did, you're lying. You like little girls. That's why you said it. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it was a good chapter, but I mean, a episode. But you let me down. You had the one like peak action scene. But the Mikasa and Levi stuff made me feel better because they was wrong. So I give it, I give it like a seven point five. If it had no CGI, I would have gave it a ten. But the CGI really took me out because I like, I like that war type fight in the manga. It was cold as fuck. It was a really good fight. So yeah, that's it. All right, uh, let's quickly go over the uh, that volleyball anime uh, cam. Uh, all I'm say is this. That nigga, the main character, I don't even remember his name no more. Yeah, and the thing, crazy thing is, he has the same voice actor as uh, Itadori in Jujutsu Kaisen. Which is disrespectful. That's a real nigga. But, bro, that that, that that main character nigga, I forgot his name right. I can't think of it right now. He a bitch. You choked. And you mad because your homie took over? It be that way. It really do. He had to carry you niggas. He... He was excited to say, oh, he was like, gee, we only got to win three games to, to make nationals. He he carried you to one game, bro. He, he, he You choked mid-match. You got to hold that. You was a bitch. And I ain't mad at my man for getting mad at you, G, because you, you was a bitch and I ain't. That's all I got to say. Yeah, same thing. Like, I don't understand why you mad at another nigga for winning the game for you. Like, he won the game, and then it was like, yeah, we talked shit about him all night. For what? Nigga, you suck. Like, <laughs> hold that L, G. Like, what the fuck is you getting mad for? And then you go try to ditch the game? Oh, he was playing by himself? Yeah, because y'all suck. The fuck? And then he go had a nerve to cry at the end, going like, well, I want to play volleyball with you some more. You a snake-ass nigga, bro. Like, I don't fuck with you. I have a main character bias, and I don't, I don't like your ass no more, G. Like at all, it's hard to do that. So yeah, G. I'm, I'm on the glasses dude side now as like the main character. Like I'm fucking with him more than that main. Like he need, bro. I, I need next episode. I need him to be like straight, freaking like, yo, I'm sorry. Let me buy you some lunch. Redemption shit, G. His ass is, his, his ass is grass. I swear that buddy pissed me the fuck off. Uh, skate. Now skate was hard to watch because the skate uh skate was just hard to watch because I don't know what the hell Funimation did wrong with the subtitles and I thought it was because the app was tweaking, but it wasn't shit lined up. Yeah. So it was only for that anime though. Which is weird. Yeah. Because like okay, at least for me, on the TV on my TV the app would tweak where. Sometimes the uh, subtitles are a little behind or forward. I just turn it off, restart it, it, it works again. I think it was just this one episode where they just tweaked and hopefully yeah. get that fixed. But it was a good episode. Uh, what was my man's name? It's very easy to remember. Uh-oh. Reka is the dude, the red-haired dude. Yeah, Reka. Starts with a, I don't know. Really what a Q? Anyway, snowboarding folks. I'm just going to call dude yeah. snowboarding folks at the moment. Uh, it was just him learning how to do an ollie, and it was it was really it was an informative episode because it gave a lot about the difference between snowboarding and skateboarding because the dude is coming from Canada learning how to skateboard, 
it was a really fun episode, really fun, funny as well, uh, and just it gave a lot of nice little information about skateboarding. It was a really fun episode, and just the bond between the two main characters is growing as well. Yes, um, same thing. Uh, yo, that we can hear Byron and yo. Oh, but yeah. So, uh, I like the bond between the main character, two main characters, uh, where it's uh, Rekha, um I still hear it, Detroit. It's distracting as hell. Right, there you go. Wow. Um, and so Reka and what's his name? Uh, snowboarding folks. I like the dynamic because like they try to make the snowboarding dude uh, like he comes across as being like serious, right? But he's really a goofball. And I like how Reka is just like a straight goofball. Um, shout out to the World 34 community. I'm already knowing y'all some fucking weirdos. They, I'm already knowing y'all shipping these niggas, even though nothing has come to that conclusion. Like they're just really good friends, but it is what it is. Um, the other characters are really cool, like the um, pink-haired dude and the freaking chef dude. They're pretty cool people. Um, yeah, the the kind of the, the techniques of like the ollie and shit. That's like stuff I really care about because that's what I liked about um, IQ is that they went into a lot of detail about the volleyball shit. Like the reason why I like sales at work is because it's actually legitimately about like your bodily functions. And now in the skateboard animated, we were learning about actual techniques, not anime shit like. Uh, air gear <laughs> shit like that <laughs> but like actual like fucking like this is real world sports shit um and next episode looks like it's gonna be a good one it's gonna be like a skate battle and like the animations have already been fluid and on point when it comes to uh, skate animation so this is a really good pickup um if you're interested in skates or you need another sports anime i'll definitely say like this is like leagues above the volleyball anime for me like, there's no competition. Uh, it's just it's just really good. So that's it for me. All right, and let's go over Horiyama. Uh, for one, I'm just gonna say this right now. Horiyama is leagues above par. Uh, like I think it's the best anime in terms of like the original. Like oh, well not original, but yeah, original. Not they used the right term. Like in terms of the new shit that's out. So like I'm not counting Black Clover. I'm not counting Jujutsu Kaisen. But Horiyama oh, yeah. stands out really strong amongst the the anime this the new anime this season. It's a nice little romance, and I could tell the numbers are co-signing because it's literally like top in terms of uh, stuff that didn't get dropped or uh, in terms of scores is getting on those anime uh, sites. But I enjoyed this episode. It was a really really funny episode. I'm gonna say this, uh, my man's. Hori, uh, what, what's dude's name? Shit. Like him something, right? Like, yeah, we suck at these names, right? I swear, we'll call G. him the main, main male character. <laughs> the main, main. Hold on, shit, because it's important. Because he, he's in very important. Hold, on, let me see if I can pull it up. Let's see. Uh, like something, Yama. Mia There we go. Mia Moore. So, my man's Mia Moore, he's a, such a good friend. And he's also, I guess I guess they're dating at this point. I don't know. But my man's is such a good friend, G, to Shorty. 
to the point where the mama was like, hey, I can't wait to meet this nigga. And <laughs> it, to me, I, I relate to that because one of my strategies when it comes to these women, you have to get cool with the mama, G. I'm giving you guys free game real quick. You want to probably, you want to make sure you like stick around long term with some of these chicks or you just want to stay on their mind and press the mama. Gee, the mama was barely around the first episode and she was like, oh, I can't wait to meet this nigga. But it was also funny because Shorty, uh, what's her name? Make sure I get these names right. Hori didn't know Buddy's first name. I don't think, I, I still missed what was Buddy's first name, which was hilarious as hell. Like, I, I really like dude. Like their relationship is really, really fun honestly but uh the main problem that that they had to deal with on this episode was the fact that horror was getting taken advantage of by the student council and dude was just fed up and this shows how he a real one he told his home the uh the homie who wait the episode <laughs> came out today no it came out yesterday the first episode second I oh oh gee, i'm spoiling gee shit my fault um all right, you go ahead and talk about the second, uh, first episode, Cam. Uh, okay. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Gee, I, okay. I, I thought you watched this week's episode too, G. I didn't know. I thought it was I thought it was Sunday for some reason. No, it's Saturday. It's a Saturday drop. Um, so, yeah, I really liked the first episode. Um, I like the main character. Uh, what's this nigga's name again? Maury. Mia Moore. Mia Moore. I like how unique he is. That's so to say, like he's like the way they like they try to present him as like this super nerd, but like he's actually like a dumbass and he has like piercings and shit like that. And it's not like for I guess it's not for an edgelary. He said he just did it just to do it. Um and the relationship between the two um characters, I, I think it's solid. It's somewhat believable, like as far as like how they kind of met and the fact that they were drawn to each other because they kind of hid themselves they hid their true selves a lot aka persona from uh society and that's how they kind of blended together um freaking purple hair folks is a walking l dude gotta hold that um that shit was fucking hilarious how even the main he set him up too he was like he's like yeah go talk to bro he got he got something to say to you Oh, and bro, talk, and yo, low key purple hair folks is a fucking snake too. I ain't, I ain't, cat, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't missed that because he tried to throw dude under the bus while confessing his love to her, mm-hmm. and I found that funny that she was more pressed with the fact that like he was saying that like we don't really have anything in common or I don't like see her like I don't we don't see each other as like romantic or anything like that. She was more impressed about that than the fact that she just got confessed to. She did not care about that nigga at all, bro. Like, buddy that LG. Oh, but yes, like I'm really liking this from what Chris has been saying. I think I'm gonna like the second episode. Uh, so I'm looking for I'll watch that after the podcast and then next week I guess we can, I can I'll get my thoughts about episode two and three. Um uh, but yeah got the, that opening is like top two's top one send off. I don't know why the fuck that opening is so damn depressing. Like this is a rom com and that that opening was like I'm is this like, like a slice of life like, like, what is this shit? <laughs> like, well, that's why is this we so, don't know? <laughs> why is this just so damn like? Gosh, like the whole and the thing is that that's like 
the thing that like kind of breaks your immersion, so to speak, because it's like everything else after that is just funny. You have that moment that they have like after the confession, but everything after that is just comedy and rom com shit. So, um, I needed my fix because you know Tony Khan was over, and I need my my romance fix. So I I recommend as the romance stand of the group, I highly recommend this show. I think it's gonna be good. Um, don't take too shit. Don't take shit too seriously because they high schoolers and like niggas is grown men and shit. So be on the lookout for that shit. I'm watching y'all weirdos. Exactly. Uh, so let's go ahead and hit ReZero real quick. Uh, I enjoyed... This was a really good episode, especially the first half. Otto is officially my second favorite character now. Otto went from... That nigga was royalty who could talk to animals. And it was cool. He made talking to animals seem cool. You know how... I'm, I'm, that's known to me one of the weakest powers you could ever have. But the fact no that he could talk to animals, power. he made it seem cool. And then Mugs made him feel bad about it. it. And it pissed me off. It really did. Like, especially this, even though he, the animals were saying like, hey, bro, Shorty's sending everybody off. And my man's Otto was like, hey, you was a thought, bitch. The animals told me. And they got mad. I'm like, bro, all right. And then Otto Dang, said, you know wow. what? Fuck all of this. I'm about to be a, a Uber driver. <laughs> you have to respect it, G. You have to respect my man say, fuck this. I'm about to just go out, be an Uber driver, and be happy, G. Let me go travel the got, world. You can't you beat that. Crazy folks, G. <laughs> exactly. And then proceeds to finesse Otto. I mean, I mean Garf. Again, even though I was scared, because I'm going to say, yo, Garf went Tony the Tiger for him, about to whoop this nigga's <laughs> ass. <laughs> and then Garf got to hold it. came in. And then literally, that Ram, that, yeah, Ram came and sunk this nigga. I was like, bro, you gotta hold that, G. And she said, I always whoop your ass. What the fuck you mean? This ain't nothing new. I was like, you gotta hold Man. that, G. And then it goes to the uh, Amelia uh, Subaru shit. Simp Subaru in his bag. <laughs> Look, I'm letting you. I'm letting letting you guys know. The week of Valentine's Day episode, whatever that is, I am dropping the new revised simplest. I want you niggas to know the new revised simplest. I w- like Subaru was on the verge of escaping the top three. Subaru's back, just off this one, ep- off this half of this episode. I never knew a nigga could literally do the shit that he said to a bitch. I'm gonna let Kim explain it because literally, I-, I know Kim's gonna explain it in a funnier way, but never did I think. You can tell a bitch that she ain't shit, but I still love you, and still get a kiss. My man's is on straight weird shit. Back the- <laughs> Cam, you go ahead, bro. <laughs> First half of this episode, fucking solid. I love Otto. Otto's character backstory is freaking it carried this episode. This is the reason why my, my, my name is this. this. This was 90% of the dialogue in the second half of the fucking episode, G. <laughs> so until further notice, I used to respect this nigga uh, Subaru, but his name shall now be Simperu. And un- until he gets back, he, he gained back his crown. I 
I wanted to skip that second half of the episode. That shit was so fucking terrible. Like, borderline, like, it's not even uncomfortable. It's just like, yo, shut up, bro. Like, why do you love me? Because I love you. Why do you love me? Because I love, like, literally, that's that's all you had that I, I just gave you the second half of the episode. That was it. Why do you love me? Because I love you. Kiss the end. We move on. Now, for all my, SJ, my, my SJWs, all my feminists, I want y'all to listen to me when I say this shit, bro. This episode basically told you, told us, the viewers watching, that if you keep pestering a woman and you keep telling her that I love you, I love you, I love you, and she's telling you, nigga, no, like, nah, bro, like, you, I'm good, G, I'm good. But you keep saying that I love you, I love you, while she's in her most vulnerable state, mentally, physically, emotionally all that shit but you just keep pestering her over and over again eventually you'll be able to take advantage of that situation and you get a kiss that's what this episode told us that's what this nigga did bro ain't nothing sweet about that shit this nigga really this nigga like and the thing is you're telling me i didn't get not a lick of character development from emilia this episode what we got last week, that was decent, right? Cool. This episode, this bitch was doing nothing but crying, G. Talking about, you you betrayed me, you left me. Why you love me? Like, bitch, I'm goofy ass up, bro. Like, nothing. This was an interaction between two poorly written characters from season one that came back. This was not see, this was not second season Subaru. This was Simperu. This was first season Simperu. This was I cannot wait to see how many times he got killed because he's a bitch Simperu. I have no the respect is gone, G. Until further notice, G he he prime simp. This nigga making Kazia look like a player. How the fuck you do that? Bro, this episode, I'm gonna give it a five out of ten. Why does it get five? It gets five because of the auto shit. That's half. He did something half right. That second half, that talking, bro, this was like Attack on Titans. We talking about Eldians. We talking about Marlins. This is the type of, this is the government shit in uh, um, 3-0. This shit that I don't care about. I don't care about Amelia. I don't care about Semperu's relationship. I, move on. I'm way more interested in how, in them getting the fuck out the forest than this nigga getting his dick wet. So, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, you done fucked up. I don't know what the fuck. Like grown men sat at a table and was like, "This is it." That shit crazy to me, B. That shit crazy. Hilarious. That's it for me. That's hilarious. All right, uh, DC and Cam, I let y'all talk about Wandavision for a bit. <laughs> uh, me, me, we, me, Detroit watched it. Uh, I'm mad with Oh, y'all go ahead then. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll say this. And this might be because uh, I've been seeing I've been seeing the consensus of the internet. Um, I'm okay with it. I don't think it's really good. I don't think it's really bad. I think it was all right for what it presented itself to me, and for what like to be honest, I really I had like little expectations going. Like to me, when I saw Wandavision, let me put it in perspective, right? Because I know a lot of people I hate on it, right? I had no stock in Wanda and Vision. Like, their relationship, their pairing, 
I had like little care about that. I, I still think the shit is creepy as fuck, to be honest. Like, this nigga is a whole robot, and you a whole human. Like, this nigga is technically like no no more than like two years old, technically, with the age of Ultron and shit. Like, I don't know. And that's technically Tony's son, too. So, like, it's just, it's just a lot of weird shit, right? So, I didn't really have any like stock as far as like, I need the show to be this or this, or like I need to be able to see this. It's just more so like I'm paying six. I'm paying six ninety nine for Disney Plus. Finally, something comes out that at least has somewhat interest because it's Marvel, and I'm an MCU fanboy. So I think it was cool. Like as somebody who kind of grew up um, watching like the Dick Van Dyke shit and like um, Dick Van Dyke, uh, I Dream of Genie, like those old like me TV shit. I kind of liked the the style that they went for. It vibed with me. I understood the references. I'm not, I definitely am this, I think I'm the intended audience for this show. I can understand why people don't like this show. I get it. But for me, it was okay. Um, I, the first episode, I like what they were going for as far as like this, to me, this is a setup. This whole series is a setup horror film like this, that's what me and Detroit were theorizing it's a setup horror film. it's a slow burner where it's like because we all know that the doc the second doctor strange movie is going to be um what they call multiverse of madness right yeah. it is going to be about it's they said it's going to be a horror movie that revolves um around scarlet witch which is her character now we also know that all of this is taking place inside of her head none of this shit is real right so it's a slow burner so because you see you, they're dropping little hints of like some like what the fuck is going on we saw that with um the first episode where the boss was choking and uh old girl from that 70s show shout out to her shout out to her for looking i don't know what she'd be doing but she looks the same <laughs> even though it's been years since that 70s show was filmed she still really looks old. exactly the same which i thought getting that bag but like she was like stop it stop it stop it like that that creepy shit and they kind of like slowed down and zoomed in on wanda like how she's realizing it you saw the um the scene in the second episode where they walk out the house after she magically gets pregnant for some reason uh and then they see that little like that beekeeper thing and then she goes like no this is how i want to go and it like rewinds and it like she Kind of makes it like her own reality there's the scene that she has with the housewife um where she gets stabbed and then she's like who are you and then you the radio goes like wanda what are they doing to you wanda what are they doing to you so like you're getting like little drops and shit in between what they're what what um what they're trying to do now is the is the late you know 60s 70s show all that shit is that annoying or is that boring that's up to you to me like i said i grew up watching a lot of me tv shows like dick van dyke's i dream of genie um all that shit so it's like to me i kind of found it and it was the comedy kind of hit for me like the fact that they kind of used the old laugh track shit when they did stuff that's a callback to those that era of television so i'm kind of like the perfect audience for it like i said i'm not going to defend this show like if you don't like it i'm not gonna be like oh fuck you you better like this shit no nah, good Oh, uh, it's not that deep. Oh, uh, but I would give it like a solid like seven. I mean, shows it's it's 
for what they're trying to do and what they're trying to what they're clearly trying to do with this show i'm interested in especially with the connections that it's going to have later on to dr strange i like what they did can i see somebody finding this boring yes but for what me and Detro experienced i thought it was all right yeah uh for me the show decent it wasn't something like you know that hey i'm about to i'm about to watch this every week on front of them right. it was something like hey wanda visit on uh it was cool um i like the way they're easing in the horror i was telling at the camp i love the ease into the horror just not straight not moments that make you be like fuck you know that's my favorite type of scary not not moments that make you be like oh this Kind of scaring me here, the jump scare moments. I mean, be like, bro, this is eerie and fucking weird. Um, that's pretty much it. Uh, it was nice. A couple, it was a couple instances in this show that even if this is her dream, even if this is Rhonda's dream, like, like when she was making dinner and she can put anything into reality, which she did during that dinner. Why she just couldn't make the dinner in the beginning? It's, it's, to, it's like small stuff to me that'd be like, okie dokie. Um, or like Vision. If Vision, if Vision knew that that girl was going to fuck him up, and he went through everybody else in that show, his hand went through other people, that's his power, why he just didn't go inside his body and take the gun out? It's like small shit like, I guess you need the conflict. I guess you need a vision to be drunk. I guess you need that boss to be mad. Shit like that. Other than that, it was cool. Um, the baby shit about to get weird. Because, like, yeah. Vision don't got a dick. Um, he does have a dick, but it's, I don't think he can reproduce. Yeah, he had a dick. I didn't know he had a dick. Yeah, uh, was fucking. It's Tony Stark, bro. I'm pretty sure that nigga... It was like, yeah, you gonna be fucking in the future, bro. I got your back. <laughs> but yeah, he can't reproduce, so that's it's still gonna be weird. Um, yeah, R.P. This nigga with a broken caliber on my team. Uh, if I would say one, uh, me and Kim, I only air, and I'm doing after this because I don't want to keep rattling on. That shit ain't had no end credit scene. That fucking oh, ending is like long. three minutes long, bro. <laughs> like ten five oh, minutes, bro. Yeah, because I thought something was going to happen. I didn't do it. It didn't. <laughs> I didn't do it. But um, for me, I my family liked it, but me and my mom had criticisms towards it. I watch a lot of black and white, but my most of my black and white knowledge is from watching movies or Alfred Hitch- Hitchcock uh, stuff and, and Twilight Zone stuff. So, like, for me... I didn't come for that. I came for WandaVision stuff. So when I heard that this was going to be a black and white episodes, I was praying that it was just one episode because I saw there was two. I feel like this could have been just one episode, in my opinion. I don't care for it at all. I don't like it. But I understand what they were trying to go for. Um, a lot of the little Easter eggs went over my head because I was just kind of like, I got bored in the middle of it a little bit. But when I we rewatched it, I saw all the little hints and things that they were uh, gearing towards, like the stuff that Cam was talking about, where she cut her hand and they she would they, on the radio they were asking Wanda what happened to you when that little helicopter was in the bushes and 
there was a commercial that, that like showed like a hydra um yeah i caught that the second time i watched the first time i'm just like what am i watching i just want to finish it <laughs> i didn't like it that much um i am interested in them moving forward like now that the color is back and the kids are involved because i did read that first young avengers run when it was going around so i know a little bit about wicked and speed so i'm excited to see their characters because i like the young Avengers. Huh? Mm-hmm. Wicked, Wicked and Speed. speed. How the fuck do they have kids? Okay, so she, so in the comics, the original comics before the Young Avengers run, they had kids because she took like shards from Mephisto's soul and made kids from that. Because her powers are like dark magic. She uses hex. Yeah, magic. She, can, she can manipulate reality and shit. So it kind of yeah. be, you can do shit like that. So, um, and they, and I, if they bring Mephisto in, because they did hint in that when they said um, the devil is not the only, like, I forgot what she, she said something about the devil during the uh, little tea party thing. So Mephisto shows up, I'm cool, because that's like that weird, like, eerie shit. Then I'm interested in that. I'm interested in seeing how Wicked and Speed grow up, how that dynamic with them being part of, like, the Marvel's version of the devil, like, that's how they were brought into this world. What? I'm interested in that part. You also have to realize this is all taking place inside her head. So. That's true, it, but. It, <laughs> so it's but like. But they have. If, they, if, if that's the case, then I really don't want to watch this. I'm just cliff noted. Because the Wicked <laughs> Speed stuff is cool because you have like multiple elements of like um, her. Because there's a thing. I don't know. But I just want the Marvel shit. I don't care about the. 60s aesthetic. I don't care about mm. all of that. So I just wanted to get straight to it. Straight to so it. So I feel like it could have just been one episode. If it was just one episode combined, I wouldn't have been mad. But because there was two episodes and it was both black and white, I was like, whatever. But the Vision stuff was funny though. I did like the Magic Show stuff. Who uh, the actor for Vision? He did a really good job because I really felt like I was watching a 1960s uh, TV show during that scene. Mm. Um, I didn't like the dinner scene that much. Like what Daytrail said, I was just like, why are you tweaking? You could, you was literally popping everything into existence. Just make a soup and call it a date. But, I mean, I, I'm i not, I think it'll be good later on. I think they knew that these episodes weren't going to be that great, so they just put them both. Are they going to release two episodes every week, or is it just one episode every week? Probably it'll be one because, you know, they want to get that good yeah. Disney Plus subscription money. So, but they must have knew these episodes were like the, hey, we just people might not like it, so let's just put them both week instead of making it two weeks. Then I respect them for doing that, because you saved me from getting pissed off the next week. But <laughs> overall, I enjoyed it. Um, like, like when, the second episode, I enjoyed way more than the first. And then when we got to, yeah. like, the beekeeper scene where she said, no, I was, like, in with that shit. Like, yeah, I, wanted, no, I want more of that. Rewinded time. Yeah, yeah rewound everything. I, w- I woke up at that part, so I'm excited for what's to come and hopefully there's no more of that uh 1960s shit because i didn't like it but mm. that's it all right. i'll also say this as one thing too because they are hyping this um dr strange movie to be like a kind of like a real horror film and most of the mcu is targeted for kids right i feel like this show is going to be a good introductory for that i.e parents go ahead to talk to their kids or some, something like that, right? Because it's it's 
instead of like throwing like instead of just like the way i think the doctor strange movie is going to be is kind of like this where it's not like jump scare like oh there's a disfigured body of vision bah like jump be scared about that it's gonna be like slow like mental degradation psychological yeah and if they're going for that oh and this is this show is a prelude of things to come i think they're handling it well because these like mcu is targeted for kids um and so and the way to do good horror without worrying about like age restrictions or is the parents go get mad or file complaints is to do slow burners it's and that's my because y'all i fucking hate horror i'm not doing that shit but even i was entertained with like the way they handled the the horror elements that they're trying to display so i think they're doing a good job of that um and like dc said i think that now that they're in the color thing things are going to start to kind of go the way people want but i do think that people are overreacting a bit when it comes to like they're like oh this shit's trash and it's like my nigga is wandavision like well, what did you expect like this ain't this ain't a freaking iron man the adventures of iron man or anything like this it's fucking wandavision like and they and they didn't mis advertise the show like when you saw the show when they were showing trailers shit they showed this black and white shit like they did like i'm not trying to because people oh you defend like i'm this is what they showed us bro so it's, it's not like if you had like some type of high expectations for like some action pack end event like end of avengers endgame war between thanos and like the avengers shit like bro no <laughs> you're not gonna get that shit uh but i would just say like i keep watching like this is at least do the three at least do the anime rule of three episodes and if those three episodes like you just like yo fuck this show then drop it move on with their life you go be confused as hell when you get to the doctor strange movie because y'all know marvel has a hard on for linking everything together so just be on the lookout for that yep uh so let's go ahead get into our first or probably for cam's sake final impressions that's <laughs> the scott pilgrim uh game so give a little backstory of the scott pilgrim game came out in the ps3 360 era and it it got it got a lot of praise for its time for being a very a pretty good pretty solid beat 'em up, and then it just suddenly disappeared from the gaming stores altogether, which is funny and weird, mainly primarily the copyright reasons. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. So, I think some point last year they said, oh, we're re we're re-releasing the Scott Pilgrim game complete edition DLC and all whatever. Everybody gets hyped. Everybody's excited. I'm like, okay, I've heard good things about this. It's, it's, it's respectable. So, it comes out this past week. $15. Not bad. $15 holla. Hey, if you don't like it, you don't like it. But still, that $15 could have went to some Uber Eats if you didn't like it at all. <laughs> so, I see it's $15. I'm like, eh, I'll go ahead and cop. I was going to get on my Switch. I'm kind of glad I didn't get on my Switch. I, I'm kind of I'm glad I got on my PlayStation. So... My thoughts, and I'm gonna be pretty fast. Um, it's it's a it's a straightforward beat 'em up. It does feel like a PS3 game almost. Like they really didn't update as much as I thought they would. Uh, but I eventually got used to it. But this game is hard as shit. If you go in and think you're just gonna punch kick combo, you're going to get your ass whooped. 
I'm just keeping it here. You are going to get your ass whooped. Blocking is going to be your best friend. You will die. If you die, just take advantage of it. Start back from the beginning and level up, my nigga. But this game is hard as shit. And I kind of like the challenge. It's a fun challenge, and it's something I can sit there and be like, uh, I just got in from work. Let me go ahead and play this because I don't feel like playing anything else right now. That's the type of game it is for me. Now, let me go ahead and say the negatives real quick. This game is still pretty goddamn broken. And when I say in terms of broken, I'm going to say the online is broken as shit. Primarily that. So, But it, then, that's when I realized Ubisoft made the game. And when Ubisoft makes these games that's online, you know it's going to be some bullshit involved, man. It's going to be some bullshit. Legit some bullshit. And what did, kind of bullshit did I get? So, a couple of experiences with playing online. I played with, uh, I played a four-player session with uh, Eugene, our homies Eugene, Dion, and other Cam. And we got all the way to the boss of this one stage. And also the lag was horrible. Like, I, I had to adjust to the lag as I was playing. But, and for some goofy reason, they had friendly fire on. Why is that an option on a beat-em-up? I don't know. So, we get to the final boss. I get a notification saying, a connection issues is causing whatever, whatever. I like, okay, whatever, I think I'm about to get booted. I didn't get booted out. Instead, it seems like I was put into a separate gaming session with my friends while they're doing something else. The boss was frozen. I just beat the boss up, and it says on my screen, congratulations, you beat the boss. I even got the trophy for it. So I was like, hey, cool, I got an easy trophy. They're still on my screen getting beat up by a group of enemies in the corner of my screen. I told them, hey, I just beat the boss. What's going on? They said, no, on our screen, you're just standing there, and we're getting our ass kicked. I'm like, oh, that's unfortunate. So I'm waiting for them to beat the boss. Then after that, the game's just stuck because it don't know, A, the boss has been beaten, and it don't know which one to honor. So we had to uh, hard quit the game. Then I played with Cam. We, we do the first stage. And this and the whole time I'm sitting like, bro, who are you beating up? Because on my screen you're punching air. When in actuality on his screen he's fighting somebody else. So we was once again in a separate gaming session. It makes no sense. Cause then we couldn't move forward because he said on his screen there was somebody on there that I couldn't see. So I I can hit a ghost. So hey. So Ubisoft, you fucked up in terms of the multiplayer. Because co-op is going to be very essential in this game. Very much. Because it's a very fucking difficult game. And trying to navigate by yourself takes a lot of freaking skill. Fix your fucking game. Yeah, it's $15. But this is this is a like a fake community hype type game. Fix it. And, just, and that's it. But overall, I had fun with it. I'm taking what it is. Like, I'm not going to sit there and rate it. Is it worth $15? Yeah, to me. Is it worth $15 to other people? No, that's, that's an Uber Eats meal for them probably. So I ain't mad if they don't feel like it was worth their $15. But for me, it was worth $15 to me. If, if It's like one of those things like, hey, it is what it is. 
just going if you if you gonna if you wanna buy it, let me put it like this. If you wanna buy it, put it like this. Are you hungry? Is one of your favorite meals on Uber Eats is free shipping right now because it's like you got ten minutes. If it is, get you your meal. If it's not, and you really just wanna play the Scott Pilgrim game, go ahead. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, so I think this is one of my first gaming L's of the year. Um, this shit is ass. Uh, I'm going like this. This is an example of how nostalgia can kill a game. I was like, when I first heard about the game, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember, I remember like this playing this game when it came out back in the day. I thought it was pretty decent. It looked pretty cool. I like the art style, like the, the kind of like like the Street to Raid type of beat brawl beat them up. It was pretty cool. Um. Yeah, I, I regret buying this game instantly. Like when I played, when I played, um, like the single player shit. Like this, you need you need friends to play this game. This game is boring. It's it's hard as hell, but it's boring as hell playing by yourself. Um, like the fucking, it feels like I'm playing Fighters Online on single player. Like I don't know, like the frame delays or some shit like that. That that shit is ass. Um, so for all my Scott Pilgrim fans, like I don't care if y'all mad at me. Shit. Uh, <laughs> this game is ass to me. Uh, Ubisoft again. This is Ubisoft slander. They trail already hit it with the Valhalla. Gonna get it with the Scott Pilgrim, and we gonna talk about it with the Star Wars shit later on. But bro, like y'all niggas suck, G. <laughs> put it like that, bro. Like y'all, y'all straight L's, G. <laughs> like this shit niggas garbage, suck. bro. Y'all niggas really sat at a table and was like, yo, let's report this game. This is it. Like no, nigga. Let that shit die in nostalgia, G. What Star Wars say? What what Luke say? Uh, let uh, let the past die. Kill it if you have to. Should have did this with this game, bro. It ain't all that. Um, I'm glad you only charged fifteen dollars for it. Do I think this game is worth fifteen dollars? No, I think this game is worth a free place, free for PlayStation Plus. Barely, if mm. that. Use that use that fifteen dollars to invest in some savings. Buy some stock. It's some stock that costs less than fifteen dollars. Um, it, it'll be worth it's being much more worthwhile investment in this piece of shit game. Uh, multiplayer is fucking abysmal garbage, uh, which was your main selling point of this game. And this shit don't work. I have good internet, so don't come at me with a no. My internet is good. I I pay a lot of money. We pay a lot of money at this apartment for fucking Maybe. good internet. So it ain't, ain't it ain't nothing. It's not our fault. And so, oh um, Ubisoft with the bum ass you play servers or whatever y'all trying to get me to do with you play stop it this shit's garbage i only got you play on my pc so i can get this free code for rainbow six each and i uninstalled that shit so like all in all i'm gonna get this game a rating of one out of ten because it don't work and it sucks that's it it's an lg the movie was good game is ass mm. that's it. all right so let's go ahead and get into news. Uh, so first, that we gotta uh, give you guys an update with the Shueisha situation. Shueisha said, "Nigga, we ain't do shit wrong." <laughs> Literally, they said we ain't do that. So them copyright strikes that was going on on Twitter was not an act of Shueisha. They did not choose violence. So I take back what I said. They did not choose violence. But at the same time, I will say this. <laughs> the fact that Twitter let a fake Shueisha account sit there and say, Hey, I'm offended. <laughs> Take this shit down. 
and they did it. Says more about Twitter than anything else. But then again, we got to factor in Twitter let Donald Trump tweet things for a good four or five years. So, they're easily fooled. So, Shueisha, we have no wrong with you. We would take our sponsorship money with with extra zeros. So, uh, we appreciate that. So, please give us the bag. Uh, And Twitter, do better. Please. Because it shouldn't be that easy if I could sit there and pretend to be Nintendo, if that's the case. I can sit there and pretend to be Nintendo and sit there and say, every person that is using Mario, Link, Samus, anything involving us, shut that shit down. If it's that easy. Even if they reference them, they ain't got to have pictures. But if one of their posts say, like, I'm like Mario, take that shit down. down. If it's that easy. So Twitter, do better. Please. Uh, So that's that. And then... What else happened? News. Uh, the streets also want Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remake. It's not official, but it does look like there will be a Pokemon remake coming out this year. They did announce Pokemon Snap. Uh, me personally, I don't give a so, fuck. Why no Pokemon I, Snap? I think it was leaked. Oh, it was official leak. There was there was something about because like there was a lot of Pokemon shit that came out recently, mm-hmm. and I think it was one of the one of the leaks said something about there's gonna be a not a Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, not, not like that, but like kind of like Sword and Shield type of remake of Diamond and Pearl, which I'm all for because that's my favorite gen of Pokemon. So that's an instant cop for me. Yeah, I'm cool with that. So Streets want Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. Nintendo, deliver. That's all I ask for. Uh, last, in the last couple of things, Cyberpunk development didn't start until 2016, allegedly. So uh, that's another L on that end in regards to this game. At this point, it is what it is. Uh, You can still get your refunds on Cyberpunk. But according to sources, Cyberpunk did not enter development until 2016 when they said it started development, I think, a couple years before that. So, and it was just, and it just came out that um, one of the the demos they have, I think it was for like 2017 E3 or something, one of their demos was like false. Like it, that wasn't like an actual build or anything of their game, mm. um, which I mean, like, I'm, I mean, I'm trying to get this cyberpunk controversy views. So I'm gonna keep talking about this shit, but uh, uh, it was also because um, we didn't touch on this, but like they did release that um, apology video. You know what this shit reminded me of, bro? This reminds me of like those YouTube YouTuber apology videos. It was like. <laughs> They say like the N word or some shit like that, and they go like, they come out with a video and they like, and they like, I didn't know how, to, I didn't know. It took me a while to record this because it just, it's just so hard for me. <laughs> it's not who I am. I only said the N word because at the time I thought it was the right thing to say, but I'm not a racist. Dead ass shit, right? Like that. Um, they said a bunch of corporate PR bullshit. Um, and like uh, we we truly care about the game. nah nigga. At the end of the day, you press, you pushed the button to release this game. You knew what the state, you knew the state that it was in. You knew everything going into this game. You get no sympathy from me, bro. Like, no. that apology video did nothing to me. I know some niggas going like, oh yeah, you know, Cyberpunk apologize. Like, nigga, no, they don't. They, they, they got, they got caught with their hand in the cookie jar, and now they, and now they are upset about it. Or they, they're, they're more, they're, they feel guilty about it. So, um, CD Project, oh, L, yes, CD Project L. Yeah, continue to hold these L's. 
Oh, and just fix your fucking game, bro. Just stop, stop, stop with all this bullshit and just, just stay radio silent. And the next time you come out, we patch the game. That's all I want to hear from you. Um, and they were saying something about this free DLC shit because they had released a roadmap about like the various patches that they're gonna plan on doing. Yo, I'm gonna keep it a buck. Don't put that DLC out until you fix this whole game from start to finish. I don't give a fuck about that DLC now because if I'm playing a DLC and niggas are still fucking clipping and my game is crashing, I'm not gonna care about that. Mm-hmm. Fix your game first, release the DLC later, and scrap multiplayer because I heard that they delayed it. No. I don't know how multiplayer is gonna work with this broken ass game. I don't. Th- I still don't think we're getting it. What's the multiplayer team deathmatch? You gonna be able to take your created character, so I can take my uh, my super uh, omega broken uh, comrades hammer into multiplayer and one shot everybody, or they can one shot me with their OP freaking pistol builds. Nah, it, that ain't it. Um, but that, that's just an update on uh, cyberpunk situation. Hopefully the next time we do an update on Cyberpunk, it'll be the game is fixed and it's good, like really good. Exactly. Hopefully. Uh, and then last piece of news, Ubisoft is making a massive Star Wars game. So now you're sitting there wondering, wait, I thought EA had does the uh, licensing, uh, has the license for Star Wars. I guess the deal is almost up in Ubisoft. No, Disney said, fuck you, EA. That too. <laughs> That's what Disney happened. Disney said, F y'all. And Ubisoft said, we'll go ahead and do it. And Ubisoft is already starting up wrong by saying it's a massive Star Wars game. So when I think of a massive Star Wars game, I think of a game and what's already massive in itself. Assassin's fucking Creed. So... We know that means we're going to visit multiple planets and galaxies, and that game is never going to finish. (laughs) Let alone the optimization is going to be filthy. Let alone, Jesus Christ, you niggas going to fuck up lightsaber battles. Yeah, this is made by the same uh, production team that did the Division games. And I know a lot of people say that the Division 1 if people still play that i know people said that division 2 is really good now because it's a live service game oh um, how do we know division 2 good and no one plays the shit streets are saying that division 2 is really good now after all the 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 freaking updates and shit came in so i guess so i'll put it like this i fucking hate ubisoft I think I've made that known. <laughs> I don't like them niggas. <laughs> I just don't like the way they do shit. I don't like their company. It's still, it's still, and it's still from a moral point. It's still fuck Ubisoft because they let all that year of sexual abuse and all that other stuff go down at the studio. So fuck y'all for that. But the way y'all do y'all games, I just don't like y'all. Y'all make live service games. Y'all just release a game. It fucking sucks. And then down the road, it gets good. And people go like, oh, the game's good. Nah, I'm good on that. Uh, so when I hear Star Wars Ubisoft Edition, I'm thinking Jedi control radio stations that you got to climb to scan the map. You <laughs> play store. I'm thinking time savers where you can buy uh, Jedi, uh, Jedi Jedi training experience boosters to boost your um, level ups. Uh, I'm thinking combat is going to be not good. Like it's just to me, I don't really think anybody wants a big massive open star open star wars game i think what we want is just really compact tight uh story driven narrative games 
um especially like with you have something like the mandalorian you can do like something where you have like the underground side like a star wars game based off of that like and then just let ea have like continue on with the whole like jedi fallen order so ea has or at least the respawn has the like the jedi shit and then ubisoft you can focus more on like the human the humane side of star wars the mandalorian shit and stuff like that but like stop trying to stop trying to ubify your games dog your 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 ips nobody wants this shit at least to me i just i don't I don't want to play an 100 plus hour Star Wars game, dog. I'm good on that shit. <laughs> uh, with a fucking Jedi Eagle of, above me that's going to tell me where my enemies are, bro. Like, I'm good on that. Um, so, a lot of people are saying, I will say that the positive, though, the big positive that we can all take from this is that EA, EA no longer has exclusivity to the Star Wars license when it comes to video games. Uh-huh. To me, that's a huge positive because them niggas had what? Battlefront 1, Battlefront 2, ass. Oh, they had uh, Jedi Fallen Order, okay. And then they had the Star Wars Squadron game, which I've heard a lot of people say that that's really good, especially with the VR. I don't really care about those dog fights. So you had like one and a half good games and two shitty games. So it's like Disney was like, yo, you fucking up. We got to open this shit up. I'm fortunate that Ubisoft is the one to pick up the reins, but hopefully if this goes well if the ubisoft game goes well this will tell disney to allow other companies to take over the star wars mantle and we can start getting a diverse range of Star Wars mm-hmm. also uh for those who like the fallen order game the uh next gen update did come out this past week for the game uh i really haven't looked into it like uh, about it yet but uh i know people there are videos i think of like people playing the uh the next gen update of the fallen order so so if you love the game and you want to give it a chance to replay it go ahead and see how it plays on there hopefully enemies just don't magically pop up anymore so see how that goes um but yeah so that's it for news so let's get right in the episode we got freaking clowns out here goofies It's funny as the song was playing, Daytra had a moment. <laughs> Something happened. I saw him going like this. <laughs> oh, shit. So I got three clowns, G. So, first clown, uh, Simps. I'm just going to keep it G real. Niggas out here, some <laughs> Simps, bro. Uh, it's niggas going out sad, G. And, and it's okay, bro. It it really is, G. It, it's sometimes shorties don't have to acknowledge you on social media, bro. And it's okay. If, if, if she do she don't it's okay but hold your fucking L you don't have to make it known that you're just a friend <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that bro there's nothing wrong with Gene just a friend Biz Marquis made a song about it uh and then two Azalea Banks this bitch dug oh, up a cat this bitch dug up her dead cat that happened to be named Lucifer what and she had the nerve to put that motherfucker in a pot, put hot water in said pot, and stir that oh, bitch up like it was a goddamn uh, meal. I plan on getting the cat in the future, and that just made my stomach hurt. Gee, that shit's sick. That shit made me sick. So I almost threw my phone. 
that's a crazy bitch. And you I put need a her. Video of that up on social media. She put it up on Twitter. I mean, not Twitter. I mean Instagram. On her Instagram. Of her eating the cat. She didn't eat it, but it's assumed that it was eight. She dug it out the hole. And it's in a pot, being stirred up. You can see the skull. It was nasty. And like I and people asking for the video stop, stop. You don't want to see it. I don't. You really see that don't. Shit. If it's you do, gross. you really are dark, a dark son of a bitch, <laughs> honestly. But that that that's a crazy bitch. That's just a crazy bitch. And my last one goes to any Yasha fans. So, like, so oh, I don't watch that. So I don't watch that bullshit as uh of 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 they kids. But I guess in this past week's this weekend's episode, they finally revealed what happened to Inuyasha and Kagome, where's the Shomaru at and stuff like that. And also who are who is the mother of the Shomaru's kids? If you niggas did not think it was that underage child, something's fucking wrong with you. Yeah, I thought that was obvious. We're I thought oh, I guess it was a theory, but like pretty much the videos that I've been seeing, they were saying that it was the freaking kid that he raised. Exactly. Wait, niggas. wait, wait, wait. Well, hold on. <laughs> a kid he raised and he had a child with it? Yeah, like yeah, he dude. raised her as like technically she like, That nigga Sylvester her. Yeah, basically like at the from what I gather, like he he like um raised her he I guess maybe he thought of her as like a sister, but like she had romantic feelings for him, I think. Uh, and then I guess like she, when she turned that age, it was like fuck it, I might as well. I guess. Ain't no fucking nothing. Gee, all I'm gonna say is this: this community was so much in denial. Gee, like I never thought that I'm like like I even put a comment saying you niggas was in denial it was <laughs> obvious from the jump and then somebody response to me was lazy writing no it's japan being weird g like that shit. exactly <laughs> but i'm like gee how is it lazy writing it makes no sense literally i'm looking I'm, i just pulled it back up on, on my phone looking at the comment section Literally, somebody said, Ren and Sashomaru is lazy writing. I don't care. I don't care. Bro, if if you, for those people, like, so I, I vaguely, like, watched and Yasha just like, what the fuck's going on? My little sister finished the series and she didn't even watch this bullshit. And she probably assumed, you know, Shishomaru was fucking that child. Also, by the way, Inuyasha's fucking a child, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, Inuyasha's a pedophile. So everybody's a pedophile. Everybody's under <laughs> Sylvester X on this show, G. And you niggas is acting like, oh, Sashomaru and Ren is wrong. Yeah, Ren was younger. I know. I understand that. But, G, that was the only character that Sashomaru of the opposite sex he cared about. That Daniels would be a killer B situation. <laughs> or not killer B, oh. Choji situation where he married somebody completely different. <laughs> exactly. Choji had to go out the village. No. And it, for Choji's sake, it made sense. But. You got the W. Exactly. He got a black queen. You thought Shishoma was going to put with a black chick and be like, hey, what's good? No. Nigga was going to fuck a child. And I'm not approving of it. But you niggas. 
really was hopeful that, that the man G. wasn't a pedophile. Y'all watch that show, show. Y'all watch that show. <laughs> like, G, that's like me watching Naruto. No, that's like me watching freaking Dragon Ball Z and saying, yeah, Vegeta's finally going to freaking beat the bad guy. No! Goku's going to beat the bad guy. It's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So, yeah. In Yasha community, hold that fucking L, G. Hold that damn Wait, so L. What, what happened to Inuyasha Kagobe? Did they die or something? No, they, 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 they're they sealed inside of a fucking jewel. The irony. <laughs> oh, okay. Exactly. So, no. okay. exactly. So, the joke writes itself. So, n- niggas is really mad that Larry Sistrom was a pedophile. Clowns, <laughs> I don't understand that community, bro. I, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> Y'all weirdos. Like, niggas is really mad. Like, let me read this one comment. Somebody legit said, I don't know why y'all surprised. Somebody's response, yes, it makes sense because the show failed to develop him and now they're trying to push him to the forefront due to his popularity, so it's exhausting. He had no connection with Ren. That even indicate that he will be that they will be a thing. It just shows that she was the only person we saw him give a slight fuck about, and that is how. That's why. This, <laughs> gee, she's a, she's a girl. She's a woman. How do you have babies? She was a, man and woman. <laughs> like, gee, y'all niggas is weird, bro. Y'all niggas really, really are mad at the fact that literally that that man fucked a child, and and y'all was hoping he didn't fuck a child. Just because y'all niggas called that man Hispando is where the fuck the opposite waifu is. Y'all Probably some sick fucks. Y'all sales, huh? Exactly. Y'all some <laughs> sick fucks, y'all damn self. So, guess what? It is what it is. Hold that goddamn male. He's a pedophile. He's under the Sylvester Act. Deal with it. That was my claim. Uh, damn it! Chris, you made me forget my clown and I had it. But you kept going on about this pedophile shit. Fuck! Skip me. Fuck! It was funny too. Fuck! My fault, G. My fault. Uh, any other clowns? Oh yeah, my clown of the week goes to the freaking Dokkan community. Um, <laughs> apparently, like it's some, it's like some beef, like the Five Nine Gaming. They released like some like tier list on Dokkan with like the top few R's, and like one of the dudes. One of the dudes. Oh, he put Kaioken and Goku above Gohan. And he put he put uh, Ultimate Gohan in ten, and he put Kaioken uh, Goku at three. Uh, but like, it, it's a clown both ways, right? Like, I'm a clown in the community because like, why y'all niggas telling him to go kill himself? G, the fucking free to play mobile game. It's not that deep. <laughs> it's not that deep. Um, and two, I'm a clown him too because he knew it. Like. You you knew that's gonna be the response. Like you know you know how this community is, bro. Like, come on, G. And like I know why you did it. I have no ill will towards you. So if, if some people want to come at me like, oh, why you attack him too? You just as bad as him. I care less about this nigga, bro. He is what it is. He's a part of the channel. I subscribe to the channel, so I'm supporting him. Whatever. Uh, but like you knew what you was doing. You know how people think about Tech Ultimate Gohan. You know how people think about Strength Kyle King Goku. Like you know that. And you put that on you put that on there because you know internet culture. Internet culture is one on one is if the majority sides with something, 
You go with the minority. Why? Because you want those controversy clicks. You want people to listen to you because it's like, oh, Mandalorian's popular. Well, I, feel, I think Mandalorian's the worst fucking television show known to man. Oh, well, let me listen, listen to him. Why does he hate? Why did he? What is he like? And then I'm surprised that I'm getting like death threats and shit. Like, come on, bro. Like, it's the internet. I think I think people need to realize that like this is the internet. Like, this isn't like a safe haven. This isn't like your safe split, safe place. If you know social media, you know how communities react to shit like that. You know how fickle some of these niggas are over a fucking free to play mobile game. You gotta you gotta be prepared to take that 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 heat, G. If you put yourself out there, bro, you you gotta you can't be afraid to take a punch. Now I'm not saying that I'm completely justifying the fact that they're giving you death threats. No, but don't be surprised that you're getting such a negative reaction from the community. This is the Dokkan community, bro. These are niggas who spend money over a free-to-play gotcha game. What type of mentality do you think they have? <laughs> Come on now, G. Like, so don't get fucking shocked over this shit, G. Oh, niggas is overreacting, and you, I'm gonna give you a clown because you thought you would go get away with that. Like, nigga, your list was trash, and niggas called you out on it. Hold that L. Um, and the community hold that L too, bro. Don't send niggas death threats. It's not that deep. It's a mobile game, bro. We all spend money on this shit. We all get shitty pulls. Um, and the th and it's there's no it's no PVP too. So it's like, yeah, just because this nigga thinks that Strength Kyle King Goku is number three don't mean nothing. It's not go like, you're not going to log into your account and they could be like, oh, because this guy thinks Strength uh, Kyle King Goku is number three, we're going to nerf every other card in the game. Come on, nigga. Like, y'all yeah, niggas some weirdos. Um, and that's it. Like, I just, I don't understand why y'all be taking this shit so seriously. <laughs> just mm. looking forward to the Annie. It's coming out in two weeks and we all go go broke trying to get Master of Trance and Goku LR. That's it. <laughs> all right any I got clown. go ahead all right so anybody that looked on netflix or you just saw you seen some hunter hunter stuff you're like let me get into it and you watched it you a clown i'm a clown every hunter hunter <laughs> fan is a clown because i just seen this shit today that you put in the chat a hundred consecutive was it shonen jump issues the last chapter was 2018 Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, back, don't watch me. this shit, bro. That hurts me. We're getting a berserk chapter this month. <laughs> no, don't watch this show, man. You're going to be like me. You're going to lose an IQ point and you, you're going to have schizophrenia because you are trying to figure out what is in Tagashi's head. You starting to think like Tagashi. Those niggas that, that, but like, there is a general consensus where people are like coming up with theories and continuing the story on their own. Cause this nigga ain't writing the damn story. I don't know where he at right now. He's lost. Well, He's lost himself. He lost his pen. Mm. Lost, lost his, his back. Damn back. He lost his back, G. It hurts. <laughs> it's your life. And give it to give this series to her, please. I beg of you, so dear. I need to know what happens next. We all need to know what happens next, but we never gonna see it. <laughs> we never gonna fucking see this shit. You on mute, Dejer? <laughs> you know what happens next, DC? I know what happens next. See, I got 
good information from the guy who created and what happened next (laughs) (laughs) yo Daytro back hurt All my Hunter Hunter fans, I'm gonna tell you like this: get right with Jesus, because the only way you go learn how Hunter Hunter is is with a, a conversation with God. <laughs> Other than that, you ain't go, whatever. What was the last chapter? What what the last chapter ended with? 20, 2018 was the last time we got a chat. Wait, let me no, check. Them no, no, no. What happened in the? Last I don't chapter? know because I didn't read it. <laughs> Like, DC didn't say, I look, I ain't about to read this shit. I'm gonna get my hopes up. It, bro. Get right with Jesus, because that's the only person who go tell you how this stuff ends. <laughs> oh bro, that hurt. That would be that's devastated. That is tell. Two oh. years. And did he say he was all um, uh, I don't know if it was true, but like he was he was doing he was doing good. He had like a couple months where he would drop a chapter or two, man. Like, you not the go. You not in the conversation though. Like, not, fuck that. <laughs> I was gonna say bro, that. Well, you you hawk a show. Like, hey man, you let Yusuke down. <laughs> no, he didn't. He, if anything, he proved that Yusuke is really one of the real goats. He had a, <laughs> he at least had an ending. He at least he had is, an ending. But- he let he letting he letting y'all down the fans. Meanwhile, niggas sitting there still fucking loving a freaking monster that loves a child. Sick freak. But hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm always gonna let that Merrim uh, slander go in the chamber. And yes, Merrim's still gonna be in the top ten simps. I'm letting you niggas know that right off that he's still in that bitch. He ain't going nowhere, G. And if you got a problem with it, there you ain't gonna fight me. So like, hey, deal with it. Deal with it. Uh, Daytra, did you remember your clown? Or we're going to go ahead and end this episode. Yes. For tune in to Threes of the Ring to hear it. Oh. Oh. Hey. All right. So, little teaser right there to be continued on Threes from the Ring. So, let's go ahead and end the episode. (laughs) So, uh, let's end end the episode on that note. We thank you guys for listening. Much love and appreciation. Uh, Make sure you copy some you tweaking media merch, hoodies face mask t-shirts we got it all cover your freaking mouth uh also i'm just gonna let this let this be known now if you niggas try to storm the capitol during inauguration day let god have mercy on your soul because you niggas is going to literally see heaven and see judgment and it's gonna be oh, no, swift. it's not just not just the capitol building but the stuff also yeah let's just put this out as a general p at p uh psa oh be safe out here, everybody, because, like, there's a lot of, like, the FBI has even verified it, that there's, like, a lot of rumors that there's some shit that's going to go down in each capital yeah. building in each, in each state. state. So uh, from, like, when is it? Actually, I think it started yesterday. It says it's going to be from the 16th to the 20th. So it's, like, a lot of a lot of head-ass shit that these freaking uh, white supremacists, dumbasses, think they can get terrorists, think they can get away with. So uh be safe stay home if uh if you ain't don't try to be out here doing some stuff like stay home be safe watch your surroundings and, and just just be on the lookout for that stuff because niggas is wild and for some yeah reason. please in the be words safe. of marlo from the wire tell your people to tool up that too 
freaking tool up, tool up. So, do that. But yeah, but please be safe out here. Please. But if you happen to be magging and you listen to this podcast, think about it. Please think about it. <laughs> but we appreciate you guys for listening youtube uh viewers make sure you uh like subscribe comment share as well you know the vibes please hit that share button as well as much as you hit that like button uh in our audio listeners whether it's soundcloud spotify apple google podcast whatever you can listen to a podcast hit that follow button hit that subscribe button and hit that share button as well We appreciate you guys for listening. Greatly appreciate you guys. And peace. Yana. Peace out.